Blog Talk Radio. You're listening. Of straight football talk, Big D, kickoff, kickoff is here. Do it. I'm, I'm Jack. Guys, it's here. Guys, it's, it's, it's exciting times. Unless you're the Jets, and it's not exciting. But it's all right. <laughs> unless you're the Jets, is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently Buffalo decided they're going to destroy a Jet before the game. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, to see, cool you know. Else, you know. Yeah. Oh, real, 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 in case you guys didn't hear about, hear about that, uh, the the Buffalo Bills are encouraging fans to come out and help destroy a Jet to you know. Come on. Get ready for the game. So, uh, good buddy Rusty's already joined us on Facebook again, guys. Um, we want all the, the listeners know, all of our new listeners. Well, this is a non-biased show. It's non no BS on this show. Um, we will not say anything profane, but we don't sugarcoat our opinion either, we right, Big D? That's right. We won't say anything profane, but we will say something profound. Yeah, I love too. We gotta, we gotta get, you know, we gotta get that. We gotta trademark that. Trademark we, we, it. We yeah. Have to start trademarking everything. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyways, we also want you guys to be a part of the conversation. So please call. 718-508-9883, or like our Straight Football Talk Facebook page, uh, and watch our live video. Like, comment, share the video, of course. Um, and follow us on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. We're everywhere, guys. you you got to follow us. And Ted. Yes. Ted. <laughs> uh, that was good. It's, it's that time, and I got to tell you, Ted, if there's uh-huh. one thing I'm looking forward to, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Th- Thanksgiving already? Uh, we got a couple months, Big D. Anyways, uh, we also want to thank everyone for the love and support they give us. Uh, it means a lot to us, guys. It's with your help that we keep growing, um, and it's with your help that, you know, we're hopefully going to make this uh, special event we've been working on possible. Uh, we talked, in case you guys didn't hear Thursday night, we talked with um, the manager. Yeah, the manager. Yeah, yeah of the uh, entire yeah. Frickers marketing department, uh, Mr. Jim Manley. He's a great guy, very nice right. guy. Thank you, Jim. Yes, and uh, he actually drove all the way from Dayton, Ohio, to meet us. So yes, he, he took time out. Again. Yeah, he took his time out of his day to talk with us. Yeah, it's it a nice meeting. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a good time. A long meeting. Um, very proactive, uh, and it's, we're we're hoping it's going to happen, guys. And when it does happen, we're going to let you know. So. Without further ado, of course, we've got to get into the NFL buzz. Not a whole lot today, but we're going to get into it. First off, L.A. Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald reports to team's facility today. Uh, it puts an end to his holdout. Uh, and both sides are going to work uh, to reach an agreement, you know, uh, the L.A. Rams and Aaron Donald. You know, obviously, Aaron Donald uh, being a stud at the defensive tackle position, well, he wants paid. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if they don't work it out, Aaron, there's so many teams that need defensive yeah. tackles. <laughs> I mean, you, what do you, you got to do, man? You got to pay the big boys the big bucks. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody's got to. Yeah, they are definitely looking for that cha-ching. Uh, while Aaron Donald doesn't have a deal, um, right? There are a couple of D linemen that did get new deals. Um, What's that? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Bears. Uh, the Chicago Bears and Hakeem uh, Hicks have agreed to a four-year, forty-eight million dollar extension, thirty million of which is guaranteed. 
Oh, Ted. Ted. <laughs> big boys and big bucks, you know how I feel about it. Um, next up, we have the Steelers and Stephon Tuitt. They agree to a five-year, $60 million extension. Wow. Uh, Tuitt goes from making $1 million, roughly $1 million, there's a million and change there, to $14 million just okay. this year alone. Okay. Yeah. Ted, do you know what this means? What? There's another big guy making big bucks. <laughs> and you know what? You know what, Ted? They don't get much bigger than Stephon Tuitt. So the Steelers, yep, he's a pretty I'm, big dude. Yeah, he's he's very good for the Steelers. I I, I like him a lot. Um, speaking of big bucks, uh, we also want to take this time to say, listen, guys, J.J. Uh, Watt, Hurricane Harvey Relief yeah. Fund has yeah. hit over $30 million. If you guys want to donate, Please donate. We encourage you to donate. Um, follow JJ Watt, mm-hmm. uh, social media guys. He has he has given multiple ways in which you can donate. Yes, and be on the lookout. I know uh, that there are several. There's there's been a couple NFL owners that have come out. They're working with some of their players mm-hmm. uh, to do another fund for Irma. Yes. So guys, keep a keep a close eye out on that. Remember uh, to. Always be generous to your neighbors. Well, and you know what? The best part about this is it's the same thing with our show. Our show comes in non-biased, yep. non-political, and when disasters happen, your political affiliation, None of ethnicity, anymore, ethnicity nothing, uh, nothing matters. It's about taking care of your fellow man. That's what matters. Guys, these, so, are, these are our neighbors, our friends, our family yeah, members. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, take care of one another. Having said that, let's move on, Big yep. D. Um, Doesn't get much bigger than this next one. Yeah, I mean, the last one. I mean, pretty much part, just say one thing. Uh, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, guys. Yeah. He's probably not going to be suspended this year. He's not. In fact, he's playing today. Yeah. He's playing next week. He's playing the week after that. He's playing so, all season. He's playing all season. Guys, this is huge. It is huge. This is the biggest thing um, buzz today. You know, I was talking with some fantasy guys about the about Ezekiel Elliott before, and um, – guys that were potentially wanting to trade for Ezekiel and they are asking me, uh, what, how do I feel about trading for him? I said, well, you know, I honestly think it's going to um, not be resolved this season, so I think he plays this season. You know, I think they take it to the courts, and it's going to be a lengthy process. Yep, yep. So, and here we are. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. There you go, guys. Um, now, Ezekiel owners have to be very excited. Um, well, you know, well, they, they, they can be excited, or we'll have to see, Ted, because – as you know, with all the off-field distractions, it could yeah, it could hit gotta find out. It could hit it is. Gotta find out today though. Yes, it's the Giants. Um, also, uh, the Chiefs versus Patriots game recap. Um, yeah, that's our good buddy, Awesome Austin. I know that. I know that number. Um, the Chiefs beat the Patriots at home, 42 to 27. Um, can we just both say, Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Big D. Give couple, us a stat. Couple things for you guys. Kareem Hunt, if you guys did not catch this kid's phenomenal game, he ran the ball 17 times for 148 yards and a touchdown with an average of 8.7 yards per carry. Uh, He had five catches for 98 yards and two touchdowns, and he averaged 19.6 yards per catch. By the way, just so everybody knows, some fun little stats for you involving the Patriots. The (laughs) last time the Patriots have lost their season opener, they've lost the last last three times they lost their season opener. Mm -hmm. They went on to win the Super Bowl. Each time. Each time. Wow. And the last time that Tom Brady finished a game without a touchdown was in 2013 in a losing effort against the Bengals. Wow. To six. So it's wow. been a while since he's finished a game without a touchdown. Very interesting. I like those facts, Big D. Yeah. Those are good, those are good facts. Right? 
But incidentally, the uh, some of the worst games in uh, Tom Brady's career also have come against the Jets. Or I mean, not the Jets, but against the Chiefs. Oh, respectively. Uh, wow. He's he's, lo- he's been on the losing end against them, 27 to 14, uh, 27. Uh, 42 to 27, and also 41 to 14. Wow. So he's he's not had a lot of success against the Chiefs. Um, you know, and to bring back to Kareem Hunt, um, really, it was really the second half where he got most of those stats. Yeah. You know, he went off in the second half. The first half, he, uh, I think it was just getting his feet wet. You know, he had a, he actually had a fumble, his first carry of, yeah. of his NFL debut. And then to go from that to what you have here is just phenomenal. So, Kudos to him. Kudos to the Chiefs. I mean, it's, congratulations to Kareem Hunt. I yeah, mean, what a debut. Um, you know, it's rather refreshing to see the Patriots lose. You know, it re- it really is. You know, we don't we don't often talk about some of the te- some of the more dominant teams. We tend to kind of steer away from that. But I gotta say, uh, it's pretty impressive. It's mm-hmm. a pretty impressive game all the way around mm-hmm. for the Chiefs. Their defense played a lot better than uh, we thought they would. And it, they played a lot better than anticipated. And the thing is with the Chiefs is, you know, I even had the Chiefs losing the AFC West division, them being last. And, and after Thursday night, uh, I might be eating my words there. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt, you know, we talked about the lack of weapons that Alex Smith has, but even Tyreek Hill had a good game. Yes, he did. He had six, Very good game. Six catches for – uh, 100-plus 100, 100 yards, and he had a touchdown as well. Alex Smith had a phenomenal game as well, uh, throwing so, for four touchdowns. I mean, yeah. he, you know, the Chiefs played all, very well all around. Uh, again, kudos to them. Let's go ahead and answer our phone call. I do believe this is our good buddy, Awesome Awesome Thomas. Awesome Awesome. What is up, bud? What's up, guys? How are you today? Oh, we're very excited. Football's back. Oh, yeah, football is back. <laughs> Um, awesome, awesome. We're going to be interviewing Mr. Michael Montgomery here at 10 a.m. Uh, so we've got a little less than an hour. So we're going to go ahead and do uh, our prediction. uh, NFL game predictions, who we think is going to win each game. And, of course, we're going to do this throughout the whole season. Are you ready to get started? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. We're starting, we're starting with the Jets versus the Bills. You want me to start this one off? Ted, Ted, do you I, want to do it? I got the Bills. I got the Bills. got the Bills. Ted's going with the Bills. Yeah. Just because – just because it's the Jets. Yeah. Austin, Austin, what do you got? You know what's funny, guys? I mean, you, you got to look at the scheduling for this, and the winner of this game is going to be the leader in the AFC East. Just, just ponder that yeah. for a second. Yeah. That's Crazy. sad. That is sad. Yeah, I mean, but the Patriots have the worst record in them. So. I'm going to have to agree with Ted. I think this game is going to be close, don't get me wrong, but at the end, yeah. I'm going to take the team that has the best offensive power on its team, and it's got to be the Bills. Well, yeah, I mean, Shady McCoy, that's all you got to say there. <laughs> right, that's all you got to say. You They're going to feed that boy the ball. I'm, I'm, yeah. You know what, I'm a firm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in sticking to what I know, and there's one thing I know. It's that the Jets don't win football games. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with the Buffalo Bills winning this game. This will be a very close game, I think. This is going to be an ugly game. It's not going to be a pretty game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a battle of two run, run offenses and two nasty defenses. Uh, but I, I think the Bills will win it by a field goal. It's going to be by a field goal. Yeah. Okay. I, I can agree with that, Dallas. This will this be an ugly game. Next game on the docket is – this is going to be real personal for, for Austin. I got you. Eagles and Skins. Austin, since this is your uh, team, you want to go ahead and kick this one off? Well, the Eagles have a five-game losing streak against the Redskins. Oh, wow. And that was mostly in part to Deshaun Jackson. And he's gone now. 
And the last oh. time we beat the Redskins was actually our opening game against the Redskins a few years back. So I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles because they're just going to be hungrier. They're going to want this. <laughs> Ted? <clears throat> um, to be quite honest, I think this is going to be a good game. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, even though the Eagles' defense looks to be really good, I still think Kirk Cousins and company still get quite a few points off. So I think it's going to be not a shootout, but it's going to be a uh, not not a Bills and Jets game. Nope, okay. Nope. Um, but with that being said, I think the Eagles have too many weapons on their offense and defense, and they take the win here. Ted going with the Eagles. All I got to say is this right here, Ted. You, you, you ready for this? You ready for this? Are you going to do it? Oh, I'm doing it. Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. The, the Eagles victory. are going to Yeah, it's going to happen. Listen, guys, wow. uh, Kirk Cousins is good. But Kirk Cousins also has a lot of pressure on him. He has got to prove himself. Contract year for Kirk Cousins, make, make, making a big money. Got to make uh-huh. that big boy money. Yep. Uh, but he's going to be going up against a, a very hungry, ferocious defense who was sure. uniquely one of the best pass rushers uh, in in the game last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to continue that success. Kirk Cousins is going to hit the turf a few times today. It's going to be a different. Maybe. Well, you know, and I, I'm glad you bring that up because I think with the with the Redskins and Eagles matchup. Uh, something to keep in mind is, yeah, the defense is good, but now we got to see how the, their cornerbacks do. That's yep. the question mark on yep. the Philadelphia Eagles defense. I, so, with them, the Redskins having to run prior, um, I'm w- waiting to see if he's going to torch the defense at all. Yeah. I'll, I'll Would you agree with that, Austin? Yeah, and also something I saw this the other day, the Redskins are actually playing with a, almost a new team. I, I want to say 33% yeah. of the team is new on both sides of the ball. Wow. So wow. the chemistry is going to be lacking there in the game one. Very true. Very true. It's going to be interesting to see. Next Raiders one, and team. Titans. We got the Raiders. This is a good matchup. The Raiders and the Titans. Dad, you want to kick it off? Now, now, quick question, Big D. The way you've got this set up here, is it the ones over here, the home game, the home team? Uh, I don't have a set. Titans are at home. The Titans are at home. The Titans are at home. Okay. Titans are at home. Well. I hate to say this, especially for all them, you know, Raiders fans out there, but I think both teams on offense have a plenty of weapons. I think this is going to be a very fun game to watch. This will be a pretty exciting game. But I think the Titans have a little bit better of a defense, not by much, but a little bit better. Um, and I think that's what gives them the win. I think that's what gives the Titans the edge over the Raiders today. Austin, where you at for that? Rebuttal? Ted, you took the words right out of my mouth. I agree 100%. The Titans have a better defense. That's going to lead them to victory. And let's not mention, DeMarco Murray is still a freak. He's going to run that ball. They're going to get up early, mm-hmm. and they're just going to run the ball into submission. And I'm, I'm interested to see how the this front seven on, of the Titan, Tennessee Titans does against uh, Marshawn Lynch in the run game. I'm, I'm really anxious to see, finally, does Marshawn Lynch take a year off? Does that affect him? And does, and does he come back to where he was in Seattle? Guys, I really like this game. It's a tough matchup for me. We've got two pretty prolific offenses. But here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Derek Carr just made those big boy bucks, and he's got to go out and earn those big boy bucks. Yeah, he does. Today, yeah, he does. Today, the Titans will not beat the Raiders. The Raiders are going to take it. We're going to see Derek Carr throw quite a bit today. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, he's going to be under. He's going to be protected a lot better than Marcus Mariota is. I think he's, he's going to get. He's going to get a little, little bit. It's going to be just a little bit more protection. But I do think we're going to see a little bit of a shootout. Gotcha. So you're going with the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Raiders because look at all them weapons, Ted. Gotcha. Look at all them weapons. Okay. 
Jags. You're gonna want any. You're gonna want any of these players in fantasy on that in that game. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's, that's gonna be a great great game for fantasy. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Jaguars and Texans. This is a divisional matchup, guys. Love it. Um, Love it. You know, and the. Most of these games here, well, at least three out of the four so far, are divisional uh, rivals. And I love this, starting off the year right yeah. with your rival, uh, starting the year out right as far as I'm concerned. Because then you get to see, you know, like Austin, like Austin said with the Patriots, well, the Patriots are 0-1 now. So if the Jets or Bills win, how crazy is that going to be that they're going to be have a better record than the Patriots? It's so. sad that I'm slightly rooting for the Jets to win a game. That would be hilarious. Great. So, anyways, back to, back to the Jags and Texans. Um, in all honesty – that what this comes down to is you, the, both teams have good teams. Both have good defenses. That's for sure. It's the quarterback issue, I think. Exactly. Both have a good run game. Um, but I trust Tom Savage and or even Deshaun Watson, if he was going to start today, I would still trust Watson uh, more than I would trust Blake Bortles. i got to give it to the Texans here. And you know what? J.J. Watt's back, guys. Yeah, uh, very exciting. So, Ted's going with the you know, Texans. Yep. You know what? I, I want to build off that, Ted. I'm going to build off that. Yeah. This is this game is at Houston, guys. At Houston. You guys right. were talking earlier. The hurricane of Harvey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This game is going to be crazy. The Texans are going to come out blazing. And I'm being told yeah. it's going to be a whiteout. I'm being told this game is going to yeah. be a whiteout. Everyone's going to be emotionally pumped up for this game. They're going to come out, and they're going to kick some ass. I'm um, taking the Houston the, Texans, guys. Um, like Austin said, emotion. That's what this yeah. game comes down to with Listen, that. Listen, guys, sometimes emotion can work against you, but that ain't going to happen today because the Jacksonville Jaguars have, have, don't have one thing. They, you know what they don't have? What? They don't have J.J. Watt, baby, <laughs> and that's going to be the difference maker today. The Texans are going to win it in a game. The emotion is going to be there. It, it's going to be crazy. Now we've got the Cardinals. And the Lions, Ted. Mm. This this is a, this is going to be one of those fantasy watch games as well. Yeah, this is one that you you've really got to watch for fantasy because of you know. I mean, the, the, the Cardinals' defense is going to be good. Um, I have questions with Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald with their age, um, and then with the Cardinals' defense being good, does that stop Matt Stafford to Marvin Jones? Does it stop Matt Stafford to Golden Tate or Eric Ebron? Um, you know, and it, there's again those. Big questions, and then with, questions. even though Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald are getting up there in age, the Detroit, the Detroit Lions defense has question marks. And so the question is: Is does the defense for the Cardinals and an aging offense win the game for them, or does Matt Stafford and company outscore the Cardinals? Talking about another guy who just signed another big contract, another big Matthew deal. Stafford. Yeah. Um, to be quite honest, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Lions. Ted going with the Lions. Yes. Um, I think. You get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I told. I know. I told you for fantasy, Carson Palmer. Get out. Um, and I do think he can put up some good fantasy numbers, but at the same time, um, I think Matt Stafford just had and and that offense just has too much um, too much offensive power for for the Cardinals to beat. That's Austin doing over there. I like it. I like it. I mean, both, this is going to be this could potentially be another shootout, guys, depending on how the uh, Arizona Cardinals defense plays, but. Yeah. It, it, it's in a dome, so it's kind of like another home game for the Cardinals because they don't care where they play. As long as it's in a dome, they play excellent. And mm-hmm. 
I think Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald are going to come out and prove the critics wrong. They can still play. They had a bad year last year. Mm-hmm. Well, Carson did, but they're going to come yeah. out. David Johnson is going to have himself a heck of a game. I'm going to take the Cardinals in a close one. Okay. You know what, Austin Austin, you just earned some serious brownie points with me. I'm going to tell you right now, I got two words for you, Ted. Two words for you, baby. <laughs> David Johnson. Absolutely. All right. David Johnson was phenomenal. If you missed out on him mm-hmm. a season ago on fantasy, you, you were just sad. <laughs> you, you were just sad. You, you felt like you didn't know anything about life. David Johnson, I think he's going to come out hot. He's going to come out strong. He's going to have a big mm-hmm. day, and that's going to be the difference maker. Because, as we all know, the Lions don't really have very much of a running game. And that could be a huge deciding factor for them. Very true. So we're going to go I, I with. I think that the difference in this game will be the running game. Last year, the Cardinals were number one in stopping the run. The Lions are, have been the worst running team in the last, I don't even know how long. So I just think that the running game is going to be the real difference maker in this one. Steelers and Browns, Ted. Uh, okay, I guess I'll kick it off. <clears throat> um, you have to, Ted. Uh, let's see. We historically, well, I say we, uh, the Steelers uh, historically do well against uh, rookie quarterbacks. So that's a, you know, plus. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the kill, all killer bees, and I don't just mean three, Big yeah, Ben, yeah. Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell. We have Martavis Bryant, too, now. Um, you also, the, we've got a young, hungry defense. We also acquired Mr. Joe Hayden, um, who no one, no one's really talking about this right now. Um, they talked about it after Brett Favre uh, torched the Green Bay Packers when he went to the Minnesota Vikings, right. if you remember that game, right, I do. because he knew the defense. He knew what they were going to do. Um, no one's talking about Joe Hayden possibly tipping off Big Ben. Hey, this is what the defense is going to look at. This is, you know, this and that. Um, and on top of that, Joe Hayden's probably going to be a signal caller on that defense today to let the guys on defense know, hey, watch out for this on our offense. This is what they're going to be doing. Uh, the Steelers went big here. I'm going to say at least 30 points. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Bold, bold prediction by, yeah. by Ted Tate. Awesome, Austin. How do you feel about that? What do you think about that? Well, I didn't hear quite hear the bold prediction. What was it? Steelers uh, winning by 30-plus points. Oh, mm. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I I think the Steelers will win, but I don't think it's going to be 30. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think, but I don't think 30 points. But I do have the Steelers winning. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you guys something. Oh, God. Here, Ted? Ted? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You're going to be leaving on a prayer today. Leaving on a prayer. You're going to be leaving <laughs> on a prayer today. Let me tell you. Deshaun Kaiser, he could not be in a worse position than he is in right now. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers defense chomping at the bit to get a hold of him. And not only that, we had the the off-the-field controversy with Miles Garrett talking about what he'd like to do to Big Ben. Andrew, Miles Garrett, I don't think he even gets a sack today. I don't think he even gets one. Big D, he's not playing. He definitely doesn't get one. Listen, listen. The Steelers have got more weapons on offense than the Browns do. And at the end of the day, that's the difference maker. The Steelers' defense is going to come out with their ears pinned back. They're going to fluster Deshaun Kaiser most of this game. Uh, I think Deshaun Kaiser throws at least one interception in this game for sure. Yeah. Steelers are going to take this game. Okay. The rookie curse remains. But yeah, Big D. Miles My- Garrett, he, uh, he hurt his – I believe it was his ankle in practice. He's going to be out a couple of weeks. 
Well, these things happen. Falcons and Bears, boys. That's next. Who um, wants to start? Can I start, Ted? Go for it. Um, let me let me kick this one off, guys. When your quarterback is Mike Glennon, and you're matched <laughs> up against Matt Ryan, you don't win football games. Yeah. Uh, you, you, this this is a quarterback. When it comes to the quarterback battle here, you've got to like Matt Matt Ryan's chances. Uh, he was the league MVP last year. He was very well protected, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the Bears have a pretty stout defense. That mm-hmm. defense is not going to going to really get to Matt Ryan today, I don't think, and that's mm-hmm. going to be the difference maker. In addition to that, uh, Mike Glennon, uh, he's not he's not Matt Ryan, and that's kind of a problem today. <laughs> he's playing against the Falcons defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the Falcons winning. Okay. Eagles are, the Eagles are going to fly. They're going to rise up today, Tim. Um, I got to – I completely agree with you, Big D. I think um, what it comes down to is really the the both. I think what it comes down to is former uh, MVP, or I guess I guess corner or current MVP Matt Ryan right now. Um, Defending, reigning. Yeah, and that offense is nasty. That offense is scary. Let's be honest. They've got the the best uh, running back duo in the league right now with uh, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Um, they've got Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu. Right. Uh, again, Matt Ryan. Uh, not to mention this defense on the Falcons. Their defense is phenomenal. The, the defense looks good. Um, the Bears' defense looks good, and it's a sneaky, it's a sneaky defense with Chicago. But uh, even not even just Mike Glennon. I think Mike Glennon is. I don't want to say you know we'll see, but at the same time you okay. need to look at you need to look at the weapons around Mike Glennon. He doesn't have a whole lot. Um, he's got Jordan Howard for the run game. That's good. He's got Zach Miller for the tight end position. That's good. Um, after that, you're pretty scarce of what you have to throw to. Yeah, I hate so. to say it, but honestly, I honestly don't hate to say it, but I, I just see the Falcons win. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Falcons are on a win with this game. How about you, Awesome? I agree. Um, Falcons are going to run away. I mean, this is going to be their first game since the Super Bowl loss. They're going to be mad. They're going to want to punch someone. They're going to take out their frustration that's been going on for months now, and the Bears are just going to be the unlucky people to do it. Falcons win yeah. big. You know, and everybody talks about the 28-3, and three, you know, memes and all that, yeah, you know, making fun of the Falcons. Be. You know what's funny is the Patriots, uh, when they lost to the Chiefs Thursday night, yeah, the yeah. Chiefs had a 28-3 yeah. run. That's right. The Patriots did. only scored three points, and the Chiefs scored th- 28. So, uh, I saw that. Karma. Mm-hmm. Karma. Karma. Something, something <laughs> else to consider is that this is the first of a really long stretch of tough games for the Bears. Yeah. Um it doesn't look good for them. No. Ravens and Bengals, another divisional matchup. Ted, you know how much you love divisional matchups. I love them. And, you know, I think when it comes down to the AFC North, I love AFC North football. It's hard-nosed, smash-mouth, grip football. I love it. Um, and to be honest here, uh, I, I expect the same thing today. Um, John Ross is out for the Bengals. Um, we're going to see what the Bengals are going to do with the run game. Will Joe Mixon – Really be get the touches and does he flourish, you know. Um, but I think the Bengals lose. I think even though they have Andy Dalton, even though they have A.J. Green, Tyler Eifert's back, um, the defense has holes. Um, the offense, the offensive line has big question marks, and I think Andy Dalton will be on his back a lot. The Ravens' defense looks good. Um, the, the biggest question mark I think I have for the Ravens is the run game. Uh, Terrence West starting. Uh, not something you want to run, walk into the season with, but Joe Flacco's back. Uh, it's better than having that, that's better than having Matt uh, Ryan Mallett starting for yeah, quarterback. Yeah. Not um, better than having Matt Ryan. That's no, 
Um, and that, not to mention the Ravens acquired Jeremy Macklin. They've got Mike Wallace. So I, I think the Ravens run away with it. Nah, not run away with it. They went. I, awesome, I awesome. What do you got? Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, the, the Ravens' defense, I think, is going to be a top-ten unit this year. So, I think yep. the defense alone is going to win this game. If Ryan Mallett, if he does start, we still don't know. Joe Flacco practiced a little bit this week. But mm-hmm. no matter who the quarterback is, they're going to try not to pass a lot. Terrence Wiss and Danny Woodhead are going to get a lot of touches today. And yep. they're going to play conservative. Defense is going to win the game for them. Yep. Guys, when your quarterback's Andy Dalton – you throw interceptions. And today, Andy Dalton <laughs> throws some interceptions. The Bengals will lose this game uh, because, number one, <coughs> who's Andy Dalton got to throw to? And number mm-hmm. two, their defense, uh, there is a lot of question marks on the Bengals' defense. We talked about the question marks on the Lions' defense. Uh, there is a lot of question marks on the Bengals' defense. I mean, they, they lost a lot of talent on that side of the football, and they didn't do really much to get it back. Right. And, you know, something, like I said earlier, is the, I think the biggest question mark for the Bengals is their offensive line. And then if Austin's right about the Ravens having a top-10 defense, that's not that's good for Andy Dalton. Dalton. And he'll, Andy be, Dalton he'll be on his back a lot. So, uh, And, you know, honestly, well, as hard-hitting this game is, expect, you know, I hate to say it, but expect to see some injuries. Yeah. It will happen. Uh, Colts versus Rams. Something else, mm. something else to note is uh, Vontez Burfitt is suspended in this game. So they're gonna the, the Ravens yeah, will attack right. in the middle of the field a lot. Oh yeah, Burfitt is suspended. I forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Good job. Um, Colts and Rams, Ted. Colts and Rams. Uh, one thing that sticks out for this game is obviously Andrew Luck will not be playing. Um, that is huge. Yeah, Scott Tolzine's playing. Um, Tolzine. That yeah, Tolzine. Uh, that to me is huge. Uh, the Rams defense yeah. is already good. Now they get, don't have to worry about the, you know, phenomenon of Andrew Luck, um, right? So you've also got Jared Goff, who has a lot more weapons than what he had last Very year. Good. They've got Todd Gurley. The the Colts defense also has some uh, holes on it. They've got some playmakers on the defense that are out this week. Uh, again, unfortunate, but – Colts are going to have some troubles this year. I, th- I do believe that. And uh, with Andrew Luck not being in, um, that get that that just you know solidifies that loss there. So I got the Rams. Ted, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. You better you better get your horns ready. Yeah. Because the Rams are taking this game. Yep. The Rams are going to be winning this game. Uh, Tolzien has basically no one to throw to. Um, He's he's got very few weapons. Ty Ty D- don't even start. Zach Doyle D- don't don't even start. Dante Moncrief don't don't start with me. Uh, this T-Y this Hillen. defense for the Rams is, d- these these Rams defenders uh, are going to be a sneaky pick for defense and fantasy this year. They're going to be they've much they're much improved. Uh, they're going to be pinning their years back. And you know what, Ted? They're not playing Andrew Luck today. They got to feel really confident. Mm-hmm. I look for him to come out real quick. They're going to pressure the quarterback a lot. He's going to make mistakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome, Austin. Let me just start off by saying this. Scott Tolzien will play a lot better than what people think. That defense on the Colts got a lot better this offseason. Aaron Donald is not playing in today's game. He's not playing. That anchor for that defense is not playing today. But you know what? Sean McVay, head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, He's going to have his team fired up. Jared Goff is going to play his best game of his career. He's going to get his first, his first recorded 
win of his professional career today, guys, and I tell you why. They're going to hand that ball off to Todd Gurley all game long. He's going to yeah, tear apart that defense. Cooper mm-hmm. Cup is going to start his amazing career, and he's going to have a good game, and he's going to get his name in the Offensive Rookie of the Year conversation today, boys. I'm telling you. Look yeah, this I, Rams I love, team. But yes. I'm taking the Rams in a, yep. in a big game. Big game. Um, you know, and also I'm glad you mentioned the Colts defense. They did get better over the offseason, but again, uh, guys like the uh, Malik Hooker are, aren't playing. They're injured. Um, there's a couple of guys on that defense that Vontae you know Davis are playmakers on there. Yeah, Vontae Davis. So again, I I just think with all the injuries they have, it's just you know, it ain't gonna be pretty over in Indianapolis. It's, it's, it's not gonna be not gonna be a good game for them today. No. Guys, we got the Panthers and the 49ers. Uh, I want to kick this one off by Go saying. Panthers, Ted. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers are going to win this game. Listen, uh, the 49ers have Brian Hoyer as their quarterback. Uh, you know, believe Len found out very quickly that Brian Hoyer wasn't the answer. The 49ers are going to find out today Brian Hoyer is not our answer at quarterback. Mm. Uh, they better get on the uh, tank Sam Darnold train because that's where they're going uh, with Brian Hoyer as their quarterback. Sorry to say it, uh, but the Niners do not win this game. Luke Keekley and company, they're going to make his life very miserable today. Austin, do you want to go ahead? You haven't really gotten a second or first uh, chance to talk. You know, I, I looked at this game a lot, and it, it went back and forth for me. But in the end, I got to go with my gut here, and I'm going to take the Panthers. I think um, their defense got better. Cam Newton coming off that surgery, but I, I think um, he's going to be okay for today. They're going to, you know, mm-hmm. take a lot of pressure off of him. But I think the defense is going to win for them today. I, I do like the Niners. I think they're going to be more competitive today than what people are thinking. But I think the Panthers will get it in the end. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Austin. The, I think the Niners, especially the defense, is going to be more competitive uh, than what people give them credit for. <clears throat> but let's just say uh, not only the Panthers' defense against a, you know, a subpar offense with the Niners, uh, let's not forget Cam Newton, Kelvin Benjamin, Greg Olson, Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. right, Devin Funches. We've, they've got a lot of weapons on they that do, offense, and I have a feeling they're going to run or play all over yeah. this I, team. I, even though, even though I think the Niners are still going to play well, the Panthers are going to dominate this game. Yeah, they're, they're going to. I think the Niners are going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough. Uh, we saw how well Christian McCaffrey played. I expect to see him. I have big, big things for him. I, I, I expect to see him do a lot today. He mm-hmm. is going to be very, very active in the special teams. He's going to be active in the passing game again. And more terrifying than that, he's going to be active in that backfield. And that mm-hmm. uh, should be a cause for cons- major concern for the 49ers. You know, and some, something else to keep in mind, too, is the, really the only highlight on this 49ers offense is Carlos Hyde. Um, yeah, they do well to set the pace and just run the ball 40 times today. Yeah, I mean, we could be shocked. I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the 49ers could definitely win. But, again, I think the Panthers are just going to overpower the Niners. Awesome, Austin. I'm going to let you take the lead on this next one. It's your team. Real quick, guys. I, I also want to yep. say, this game is going to be a lot closer than what you think. I mean, I think um, Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator for the Falcons last year, and some of the best games the Falcons had was against that Carolina defense. So, just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. I mean, I know it's he not Matt Ryan and Julio Jones out there, but Brian Hoyer and Pierre Garçon could hook up for a couple of big games. 
Yeah, let's let's just be real. I like I like how Austin brings that up though. Kyle Shanahan already knows his Panthers defense. That's a good point. He does, but he doesn't have the weapons he had. Very true. Uh, Moving on, a big D. I think it's your team. You should kick this one off. We did our teams. All right, got the Packers and Seahawks. I've had to mold this game over all long. Ted, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. Ultimately, though. This has become a bit of a rivalry over the last couple of years. We've had a lot of controversial calls. Oh, yeah. We've had some hard hits. Yeah. We've had a lot of close games. Yeah. But there's one thing, Ted, that I have to say. Mm-hmm. When you play at Lambeau, it is extremely difficult to win games. Yeah, it is. There's going to be some Lambeau leaps today. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be an ugly game. But there will be one extra Lambeau leap, <laughs> and the Packers will win this game. You got you got your boys. I'm going to take my guys. I was hesitant to take them, but then I realized the game's in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. We all know how well Aaron plays at home. Yes, yeah, very true. Um, you know, uh, with it's be close. we, you know, when we were talking about our predictions for who's going to win each division, mm-hmm. we got to the NFC North, and all I had to say was, first off, Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, no matter. What team you are, if you've got Aaron Rodgers on your team, you've got a shot. Uh, that man can pull off some of the craziest plays you've ever seen. Um, and, the, and the man knows how to play. He is a freak. Um, I love watching Aaron Rodgers play. However, uh-oh, yeah, I've got the Seattle Seahawks here. Um, I think what goes down here is the biggest question mark for the Green Bay Packers is their defense. Yep. Um, the Seattle Seahawks. Aside from the run game, their offense, they've got some good weapons. They've got Doug Baldwin. They've got Jimmy Graham. Obviously, they've got Russell Wilson. I think they overcome the Packers by a field goal, but I think it's going to be, you know, they're going to, both teams are going to score a few times. I think it's going to be a tight game, uh, but I think the Legion of Boom brings it home here for Seattle. Things happen. Awesome, Austin. What do you got? You know, I, I just want – to say that Aaron Rodgers is our, is the best quarterback in, in the NFL right now. There's no question about that. No one's doubting his skill or what he can do. But you know what? I remember yeah. a couple of years ago, it was the opening week in, in the, the Seahawks and the Packers played, and Aaron Rodgers didn't throw Richard Sherman's way, not once, in that whole entire game. Well, uh-huh. guess what, guys? Defense still travels in today's NFL. Richard Sherman is still yeah. on the Seahawks. And more weapons on that defensive line. The Seattle Seahawks are going to terrorize Aaron Rodgers this afternoon. It'll be close, but the Seattle Seahawks will win today's game. Man, Seahawks today. Sea chickens. All day. Everybody, everybody's going with the Seahawks. Hey, I mean, listen, I'll be, I'll be frank. Yeah. Uh, the, the Packers do not play well against Dallas. I thought you were Dallas. I, I am. Oh. But, you're, but I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quite, quite honest. <laughs> this is a tough game for me because the Packers don't, do not play well against mm-hmm. Seattle. Seattle tends to dictate the pace with that stout running game. Uh, I, I'm i still going to give the edge to my guys because they're in Lambeau. It's going to be close. Well, game. and, you know, like I said, the, the, run, the run game for the Seahawks, we'll have to see what happens there because they've got some question marks in the running running uh, backfield. But that's going to be a fun game. It'll be a fun game. It'll definitely be a fun game. This may yeah, be guys, not as fun as this game, what? Yeah, because Thomas Rawls is uh, questionable for today's game. He might not play. So yeah. that means Eddie Lacy will probably be leading that front. And you know he's going to be hungry more than usual today. <laughs> Did you just say Cheeseburger Eddie's going to be hungry? That's a shocker. I said more than usual. More than usual, yes. He's going to have his appetizer <laughs> in the first quarter. He's going to have his dinner 
around second, third quarter, and then fourth quarter, he's gonna get his dessert. He's he's gonna have he's probably gonna have some snacks on the sidelines too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We got the Giants versus the Cowboys next divisional rivalry. This means this is a huge game, guys. Huge. Historically, this has been a huge deciding factor for this division. Mm-hmm. This this is a matchup that has decided this division numerous times. This is a pace-setting game mm-hmm. where we have the Redskins and the Eagles playing each other. Now we get the Cowboys and Giants right out of the gate. And, guys, the Giants Love are it. no strangers to Love it. in, in Love Dallas. It. Mm-hmm. So, guys, let's get right to it. Ted, who do you got? This is a primetime match, a big boy, big boy game right it's, here. It's a big boy game, you know. And I think – Tell me OBJ isn't playing, Teddy. Um, we just got a comment from my good buddy, Rusty. Uh, as far as I know, it's looking very doubtful for Mr. OBJ. Um, so, And I know why he's asking, because he has Brandon Marshall on his team. Uh, so Brandon Marshall should look to get a nice uptick in uh, target. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, um, I may shock you, though. We all had the Cowboys losing the division this year. Uh, but with Ezekiel Elliott back, he's going to run mad. He's going to run hard. And – He's going to run all over this Giants defense. I do believe that. Uh, the Giants on paper look phenomenal uh, on defense. However, I think the emotion is going to be there, uh, not only with Ezekiel Elliott, but, again, Hurricane Harvey didn't just affect Houston guys. That's true. There's, you know, Dallas isn't that far away. Um, not, not pretty far away, but yeah, – You know what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's pretty state. far away. It's a pretty big state, Dad. Right, yeah. Um, Anyways, um, <laughs> on, top, on top of that, uh, you've got the office, the other offensive weapons for the Cowboys. You've got Des Bryant. You've got uh, Dak Prescott's favorite character, Cole Beasley. Obviously, old reliable Jason Witten, um, Terrence Williams. Um, I, I got to say, I got to take the Cowboys here. I think the defense is subpar, but at the same time, the Giants are without their stud wide receiver, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, they got to rely on an old veteran like uh, Brandon Marshall. They don't really have a run game. I think the fact that uh, the, the Giants' offense is going to stall a bit is why they lose. Hey, awesome, Austin. What do you think about this? How do you feel about this matchup? You're pretty familiar oh, with that Cowboys-Giants dynamic a season ago. I love mm-hmm. this matchup. Like Ted said, I, I like starting the year off against a good old division opponent. You know, it gets the, mm-hmm. gets the blood flowing. It gets the, the motor running, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. Zeke is going to run wild on this team. He, he, he's he's going to look good. He's going to be angry. He's going to run with a purpose. Dak Prescott, yep. I think he's going to take a dip. I've mentioned that multiple times, but I still think he's going to have a good game tonight. But I still think the Giants are going to win tonight, guys, and I'm going to tell you why. Ooh. I mean, yeah, Beckham's not playing, but Sterling Shepard, guy, he, he's going to be the key factor tonight. Last year, I think he was second on the team in touchdowns. That's, that's nothing to you know, sneeze about. He's, he's not no Elvis Odell, but he still showed potential to be good. And he's going to be the key factor awesome, tonight, awesome. guys. Awesome, awesome. Sterling Shepard's out for two to three months. I thought he was playing tonight. No, he he got hurt earlier in the offseason. Yep, he did. Well, I scratched that. Evan Ingram will be the key factor. <laughs> Ingram, okay. All right. Well, love it. I'm, I'm going to follow it up. Ted, yes. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Out of all the teams the Cowboys played last year, do you know who they didn't play well against? The Giants. The Giants. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It ain't changing today. I don't care if Zeke's back or not. Zeke has not been playing. His mind has not been on football. It's been on legal troubles. Mm -hmm. Okay? There are some serious questions about the Cowboys' defense. Mm -hmm. And not only that, half their defense is suspended, by the way. Not only that. Not only is that a problem. 
you mentioned Terrence. When you're mentioning Terrence Williams to me as mm-hmm. a as a threat against mm-hmm. the Giants, yeah, against the Giants, yeah. get out of here. Yep. Listen, Eli Manning is going to have his way with the Cowboys defense. It's not going to be nice. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. He's going to throw all over them today because they have nobody in their secondary, um, and that's going to be the difference maker for me. First off, with the uh, ZK Elliott having legal uh, legal troubles on his mind, uh, I would like to refer you back to the time when Tom Brady was having legal troubles and he went off. He, he, he may have. Uh, on top of that, uh, yes, Eli Manning, with all his weapons, should uh, throw all over this Cowboys defense, but he has Brandon Marshall. He's got a rookie at tight end. All I got to say is, we didn't boys. No, man. I, I'm not seeing it happen. <laughs> the Giants' defense is poised this year to be a lot, lot better than mm-hmm. they were last year. Uh, you've got high expectations in that defensive locker room. Mm-hmm. You've got guys like Jason Pierre-Paul mm-hmm. saying that there is no that, – that he thinks that they may be better than they have ever been. Right. Uh, and you've got Dak Prescott, who's really got Zeke. Yeah. So, he better – unless they're running the ball four times a game today – I don't want to um, hear it. You know, what's funny, and I kind of ironic here, is we got Big D, Dallas. Who's going against Dallas? Sorry, guys. I got to <laughs> tell you, the, G, the, G-men, the G-men dominated this matchup a season uh-huh. ago, and they didn't have some of the weapons they have. Uh, I mean, I know ODB. I mean, I know ODBJ is out. Mm-hmm. You know, Odell Beckham's not playing. Uh, but their defense is healthy this year. Mm-hmm. It was not healthy last year, mm-hmm. and they still dominated the matchup. That's going to be a difference maker for me. Man. Saints and Vikings, Ted. Oh, man. Um, this is a classic. The Saints, the Saints and Vikings game is a classic. Uh, does the top <laughs> offense win or does the defense win? Um, to be quite honest, the Saints offense has been phenomenal in recent years, uh, top five. Uh, you look at that, that's a factor. Um the Vikings defense was phenomenal. They went 5-0 and to start the, begin- uh, the beginning of the season last year. Um, yeah, they got Sam Bradford. They've got some weapons on that offense as well. Uh, rookie Dalvin Cook at running back. You've got Stephon Diggs. You've got um, C-Line. Uh, you, yeah. You've got Kyle Rudolph. What do you have on the Saints uh, offense? Michael well, Thomas. you've got Michael Thomas for Drew Brees to throw to. Willie Sneed's out for three games. Um, Kobe Fleener has been very subpar at the tight end position for them. Um, yeah, they got Adrian Peterson, who is aging. Um, didn't look very good last year. No, um, Mark Ingram has had stints where he's played good. A uh, couple seasons ago, he's played very well. But I think with as stout of a defense as the Vikings have, uh, as stout of a defense that they have, um, I think that carries them over um, against the Saints. I'm not saying Drew Brees and uh, Michael Thomas don't have good games, but I'm saying the Vikings are going to win this. There's, there should be there should be no question here. The, the Saints defense is also something to mention. Yeah. Uh, with all those offensive weapons for Sam Bradford to throw to, uh, there's no reason why the Vikings shouldn't th- throw and run all over this defense. Rebuttal, awesome, Austin? Uh, no, the Vikings are going to win. Uh, they got one of the best defenses <laughs> in the league. They have yeah. Xavier Rhodes, who is arguably one of the best corners in the league right now. He's going to shut down Michael Thomas. Adrian Peterson's going to mm-hmm. play with, with you know authority, but, I mean – that defense mm-hmm. knows him. That defense is too good for yeah. him to – I mean, and also, Adrian Peterson, when he does play in week one, it's not very good. I've had him in my fantasy mm-hmm. team, and I'm disappointed after week one, guys. I'm not – I mean, Vikings are going to win this, especially at Minnesota. Yeah. You know, it really hurts me to say this. I mean, it figuratively almost kills me to say it. But the Vikings are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the Saints, they've got, they've got, the cupboard is bare on offense. You said it yourself, the cupboard is bare. When Michael Thomas is your, really your only threat, mm-hmm. uh, the Vikings defense is just too good. Yeah. They're too good to fall, fall into that trap. Yeah. Um, I look for them to set the pace with the running game. They're going to do their best to keep Drew Brees off the field. Yeah. And when he is on the field, he's going to be harassed. Uh, you know, I don't say I'm not going to say Drew Brees doesn't do what Drew Brees does and throw uh, and make make some big plays. Mm-hmm. But the Vikings are going to win this. Okay. There's going to be some turnovers. There's going to be some mistakes. The Vikings win. Chargers and Broncos, our last one, guys. Division oh. matchup. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to let you take this one off, buddy. Sure. I just want to real quick. I just Google it. I see nothing about Sterling Shepard not being injured tonight, and it looks like he will be playing. Oh, well. But – with the with the thing, I am taking the Chargers. I don't I don't I don't believe in the Broncos offense right now. I want to see it to believe it. Uh, Philip Rivers is one of the best quarterbacks. I think he's got his new favorite target in Keenan Allen back. He's gonna have a heyday with him. I'm taking the Chargers here. Taking the Chargers, Ted. You want to follow that? Most of the time, defense wins you championships, but. You've got to sit there and realize you've got to have an offense that scores too. Yeah. Um, Trevor Simeon has been mediocre um, at best. Um, I haven't been a real big fan of him. And um, San Diego is coming out. They've got a you know revamped defense. They've got Melvin Gordon. They've got Philip Rivers. They've got Mike Williams. They've got Keenan Allen. He's healthy. Okay. Um, Tyrell Williams. Then they've got Travis Benjamin. I mean, you just Antonio Gates. You keep listing on and on. Uh, I just think the Chargers team as a whole is just going to overcome the Denver Broncos. Well, when we're talking about one of the best defenses in the NFL, as much as it much as it pains me, because last season Philip Rivers was my guy on fantasy, I'm going against the grain. I'm going to pick the Denver Broncos to win this game. Wow. Okay. Um, the defense, they know that they're going to have to play out of their minds to have a chance to win this game. And we saw that the defense, they won the Broncos some games last year. Uh, and this is a matchup that the Broncos liked last year defensively. I like it again. I think the Broncos are going to do just enough on defense. They're going to force some turnovers. They'll put, they'll put their quarterback in a couple positions where he can win this football game. Uh, it won't be a pretty game, and it'll probably come down to the wire, but I got the Broncos winning it. Okay. In a very close game. And, yes, awesome, awesome. You are correct. The uh, I just read up the ankle injury that they thought was serious is going to be two to three months has now been ruled as not as serious, and he is expected to start tonight. Uh, Sterling Shepard, that is. Hey, hey. So we've gotten through all of our picks, guys. Yes, we did. That's a lot. Um, awesome, awesome. Yes, sir. You, who who is your big winner today? For fantasy for the team. Oh, for the team. For our prediction. Oh, okay. Who's your big winning team today? They take the win, and who comes out? You know. You know. I, uh, you know. I, I got to say the Tennessee Titans, guys. I, I I have to say the Titans because if they win. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, and obviously we're all assuming that the Steelers are going to win, but if the Tennessee Titans win, not only are they going to have a step over their division, they're also going to have a step over the Patriots and the Raiders, who are also Super Bowl contenders right now. 
So yep. Titans, if they win today, they're going to be in prime position to get a bye week if they can keep it up. Um, you know, I was I, I wish I could say the Chiefs because I did say today on Sunday who's, yeah. who comes out big winners because obviously the Chiefs come out as big winners. They but did. I agree with Awesome Austin. I think if the Tennessee Titans win today, uh, and not only uh, solidifies and not only proves what everybody's been saying this offseason, what could be. Um, but it proves that, hey, we can contend with the playoff caliber team. We can contend with the Super Bowl contender. We're here. We're going to be going to the playoffs this year. Watch out for us. I think Tennessee Titans is a big game. You know, as far as big games go, I have to say, I think it's the Rams. I think the Rams are the big winners today. Mm -hmm. If Jared Goff gets his first win, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're going to be right there in the thick of, of that Tight, tight division with Arizona and Seattle. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be a surprising win for them. That could be a pace-setting win for them. The Rams need every out-of-division out of win they can get Yeah, uh, in that division. That is a tough division. Two times a year you play Seattle. Two times a year you play Arizona. Uh, if they win that game, that's a huge win for them. Okay. Um, and since I went with Awesome Austin on the Tennessee Titans, I, let's, I'll, I'll pick another game. Um, that would be huge. Whoever wins the Giants Cowboys game, um, this is a big winner. Oh yes, for sure, huge winner for sure. I think we definitely need to talk about that as far as you know. If the Giants win, that's big. If the Cowboys win, though, that's big. Um, I think I think this is a game the Cowboys have to win against the Giants. Yeah, I don't think it's optional for them to win this game. I, I'll say this. Um, if the Giants lose this game, this is this is their game to lose. They are yeah. never going to be in a position the rest of this season again where the Cowboys are not going to have a full defense. They're yeah. never going to be in a position again where the defense is weaker than it is right now. Yep. If they're going to win, it's today. Yeah. Um, we got more more and more people joining us on on Facebook Live, guys. Again, appreciate all the support love you're giving us. Um, yeah. Rusty says, "E money, baby." Uh, yeah. Uh, e money. E money. Probably going to get some touches today. I would imagine. He's going to get some targets, that's for sure. Um, Again, guys, here in less than five minutes, we should be seeing uh, Michael Montgomery, former Green Bay Packers defensive end, call in. He's a motivational speaker now. Uh, He's a great guy. He's going to catch some flack. Why? He's going to catch some flack from Michael. Why? Do you want him to come over here? (laughs) Picking against his team. Yeah, I know. I picked against the Packers. But, you know, it is what it is. Got to go with it. Um, get some Eagles fans popping up. There. Yeah, Eagles Nation Super Bowl year. Fly Eagles fly. Listen, I I did it back here, guys. You 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 heard Do it again. Do it again for Giovanni. Do it for Giovanni. Giovanni, you see this right here? You see this wingspan? Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. All right, you're gonna be flying. You'll be flying. Listen, you heard it here first. I called it. I called the Eagles going to the Super Bowl this year. If they go, it's on me, baby. That's right. It's on you me. Did. You guys owe me. The Eagles organization owes me. Everybody does. Austin knows you. Austin knows me. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is that you've actually got um, a guy that says, I agree with uh, you, Chris, I wish. Um, I hope. Eagles, you know, to the Super Bowl, and you actually predicted that last weekend. So I that's did. kind of funny. I did. Um, and you got another Packers fan hey, here, hey, Mr. Chris. Hey, you know what? You know what, guys? I hope so, buddy. I'm not optimistic. <laughs> what's up, you know Austin? Why Dallas, you know why Dallas is picking the Eagles? Why? It all started when he lost the draft bet, and he had to wear that Eagle jersey, and he just fell in love <laughs> yeah. with that Don't green. You start. Don't you start. Listen, listen, it's got nothing to do with the jersey. It's got everything to do with the fact that the Eagles on paper Absolutely. are the most improved team uh, defensively, offensively. Uh, 
this is probably the most dangerous they've been. Uh, so you got to give it to them. Uh, you got to give them credit where it's due. Um, oh, are you, mm -hmm. find, are you finding the jersey, Ted? I'm finding the Eagles jersey. He's finding the sure. Eagles jersey. You got to hurt me here. This is a this is a moment that shattered the pride, guys. Uh, there was there was I think you there gave was a jersey. Me, what? I think you gave me the jersey. No, you, you have the jersey. We were looking for the picture. Yeah, the um, picture put oh, okay. on the comments. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. As far as uh, as far as their division goes, the Eagles. Yeah. You know they're in a tough division, but when you've got that many improvements, when you've made that many, uh, the only real question for the Eagles is corner. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you'd say, well, that's a big question. Well, it doesn't matter if if your corners are kind of subpar if your quarterback never gets to throw the ball because he's on the back. Very true. Uh, and I don't think the Eagles have been this dangerous as far as weapons go in a long time. I mean, they've got a lot of weapons on offense. Uh, Carson Wentz played very well last season, and he's got more yep. more weapons now than he did before. Um, and just for those that are uh, tuning in again, uh, the meeting with Frickers on Thursday night went very well. Um, we met with the um, marketing department manager of all Frickers Company. Uh, what we're planning on doing is bringing in uh, former Buckeye players and having a nice um, show with them at Frickers and then doing a nice session uh, where we watch Buckeye football, um, give out some free jerseys or jerseys, uh, teach, sign T-shirts, um, have them sign Buckeye memorabilia. It'll be a great time. Uh, it seems like it's going to happen, but we got to wait. We'll get to for sure Monday or Tuesday, correct? And Yeah. And, Ted? Yes. And yes. Something else I want to do. Yes. Something else we need to talk about. We have to talk about. We must talk about. And? is fantasy football today, Ted. we got to get to that today. Don't forget, we're going to be talking about fantasy football. we got a lot of fantasy football. we got, we got to talk about who we should play today and who you should probably sit on the bench today. Well, you know, speaking of that, Austin Austin did a great article on that for us. And go ahead, go ahead and talk about it. Guys, if you haven't seen Awesome Austin's article on who you should play week one and who you shouldn't and why, um, you might want to take a look at that. Because if I'm not mistaken, Awesome Austin, you called Kareem Hunt being a play week one in your article. I did, I did. Um, you got to look at the running backs that Andy Reid has produced over his career. No matter how big, how small, how fast, how slow they've been, they have produced in that role. And they're going to catch the ball. They're going to run the ball. They're going to get a lot of targets. They're going to get a lot of touches. And with Hunt being obviously the only guy there, I mean, he was going to get a good fair share of uh, targets in that mm -hmm. game. So I, I, I did predict that. Not that big of a game, yeah, so but I, 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 I assumed he'd be good. And, and guys, uh, you can take a look at that article on Straight Football Talk's page. You can take a look at it at Totally Driven Entertainment's page on Absolutely. Facebook. Get that exclusive content. Don't miss out on your opportunity, especially those of you out there, and I know there's some of you out there in money leagues. Uh, you you want to take a look at that. Awesome, awesome. I am not finding that picture of Big B in that, That's a shame. In awesome, that awesome, Eagle stuff. I, we've got it somewhere. Um, let's see. Josh Brown says, Broncos all day, bleed blue and orange. You have the Broncos winning. Awesome, awesome. Listen, I don't. Josh, I'm the only one that was on your side today. Remember that. <laughs> Remember everybody else was football talk was against you. Remember that I said you had it. <laughs> and I mean, Dallas going against the division winner for week one. I am. I have to. I have to today. Sorry. <laughs> the one matchup all see. It's the one matchup in division I don't like for the Chargers. Well, I mean. Weirder things have happened. Even with TJ I mean, Ward they, on? They, 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 
They just tend to throw. It, yeah, but they just even even so. DJ Ward's uh, they, gone. Shane Ray is on is hurt. Demarcus Ware is retired. Listen, listen, Austin. This is the Bolts and the Broncos. This is the Bolts and the Broncos. You know how this. You know how this goes with the Bolts and Broncos. You know what this is about, guys. The Broncos have dominated this rivalry for a long time, and it doesn't change today. Their defense is is phenomenal. It won them games last year, uh, and it stole them some games against the Chargers last year. All right, guys. For, I, I did find the picture. Uh, I found Austin, the picture. And, guys, all right. I have to tell you, I'm incredibly attractive in this picture. Well, I'll tell you what. You're a man of your word. That's I am sure. a man of my word. Listen, <laughs> if there's one thing you can definitely be assured of, it's that when I make a bet, I go all the way. Um, win, lose, or draw, yeah. I stick to my word. Uh, uh-huh. I wore that Eagles jersey. With pride. With pride. Yeah, you had to. I had to. <laughs> I had to do hey, it. Hey, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Next year, I'll, next year I'll make sure I have a Carson Wentz jersey for you, buddy. Oh, man. Don't get too don't get too cocky. Don't get too cocky. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't think it's cockiness. Um, Confidence. You were talking about fantasy. Is there is there a fantasy player that you are expecting this to do well today? You know, I'm glad you asked, Ted. Are you glad? I, I I'm glad you asked okay. because there are some guys in fantasy that I expect to do well today. And I want to I want to start with Shady McCoy. Okay. Uh, Shady McCoy is playing for the Bills. Guys, you don't know Lashawn McCoy. Um, Lashawn McCoy was one of the most consistent running backs last year. Uh, he did battle some injuries, but he's on a Bills offense that's come to rely on him as a as a steadfast sort of uh, staunch part of that offense. When you're looking at running backs and you're looking at guys that are going to get touches, if you're in a PPR league, you want guys that are going to run the ball a, a lot of times. A number of times, you know, at least 20. LaShawn uh, <laughs> McCoy is going to be that guy because they're not going to have a choice. Uh, I look for LaShawn McCoy to go right back to do doing what McCoy does and run the ball at least 15, 20 times today. Maybe you can get a couple – probably get a touchdown, at least one. Uh, so, uh, if you're looking at looking at consistent performers, I, I like him as a consistent performer. Plus, he's playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it's a matchup to watch. Yes. And he's on your fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is on my fantasy team, uh, but he is playing the Jets. He was on my fantasy team last year as well through acquisition, uh, and he played very well against the Jets last season, uh, both times that he played them. So divisional matchups, they can be tricky, but they also uh, can reveal a lot about teams We've seen in the past certain teams, they know their divisional rivals very well. They play very well against each other. Uh, you know, despite the fact that the Jets are probably preparing for Shady McCoy, I just don't think their defense can stop him. Uh, there are other weapons on their offense uh, for the Bills that are going to give them an advantage, but I think Shady McCoy is the guy to watch today. Uh, other, in addition to that, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got some guys in my fantasy league who have some guys that I wish just were playing for me, Ted. I just wish they were playing for me. Sure. Somebody to keep your eye on today. So I haven't gotten a phone call yet from Mr. Somebody Montgomery. to keep your eye on today is Big Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Keep an eye on Big Ben. He is playing Cleveland today. You know, I think that just goes with – It goes with without it, saying. Like with, you got to keep an eye on him. Well, I, I think it's not even just Big Ben. I think it's all Steelers. A Steelers guy. Offensive guys. Keep yeah. an eye on them. They, they're going to light it up today, I think. Yeah. Um, and just can so I, you guys know, I, I did find a picture – yeah, you can. Can I just say that um, 
I think that eagle seed is has been implanted in Big D's head, and it's just branching yeah. out into the Pennsylvania teams now. Get, get, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> McCoy, he looks good in that eagle's Listen, another another guy, think, another guy I think everybody should keep their eye on today is Terrell Pryor. Okay. This is this is a, the, the chemistry between Kirk Cousins. We talked about it. The chemistry between Terrell Pryor and Kirk Cousins, it, it's been magic in, in the preseason. It's looked good. Uh, this is something to keep your eye on. Terrell Pryor going to get a couple touchdown catches mm-hmm. today perhaps. Mm-hmm. Could be good for your fantasy league. I know mm-hmm. Ted Tate over here, He's 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 got – Terrell Pryor. Uh, in a, a, in a, about in a couple leagues, yeah, and yeah. I, you know, playing DraftKings as well. Not trying to advertise, but playing DraftKings, he's I got him down in one of them. Um, you know, I think a guy you need to watch out for today, and I talked about it earlier, and I can't say it enough. You, a guy you need to watch out for tonight is Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, he's going to run all over the place. He is mad, and he's going to take out his frustration out on the Giants defense. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee um, it. Another guy I think you should take talk. We we talked about it before this. Actually, Ted mm-hmm. we talked about it before this. Demarco Murray. Yeah, Demarco Murray. Uh, he's he flourished last last year in that in that Titans offense. He's mm-hmm. he's a guy that got consistently quite a few touches. You're looking for yeah, looking for a guy that's going to uh, again. When you're in a PPR league, especially when it's your running back. You look for guys that are going to get touchdowns. Demarco Murray was a was a guy that they went to a lot in the red zone, whether it's in the passing game, running game, what mm-hmm. have you. Uh, so if you got to Marco Murray in your league, uh, keep an eye on him. Um, our good buddy Andrew. I want to stick, I keep stick with the Browns. Titans here for a second, guys. Sure. On, on someone you should play. I'm going to stick with the Titans here. Delaney Walker. You got to think of this receiving oh. core right for a second. Yeah, they got Corey Davis in the first round. They got good free agent Eric Decker. They got returning leading receiver for the team, Rashard Matthews. But think of this. Delaney Walker, guys. Marcus, Mar- Marcus Mariota has not played much with Corey Davis or Eric Decker. So the chemistry thing with Delaney is going to be on par today against a very bad mm-hmm. secondary. Delaney Walker is going to get his targets, his touches, and a touchdown at least. I think it goes without saying as well is that uh, Marcus Mariota is a guy to watch out for. If you're playing DraftKings, if you're playing FanDuel, that kind of week, week-to-week uh, yeah. fantasy, Marcus Mariota against this Poor Raiders secondary is a smart move, very smart. Um, our good buddy Andrew has said, keep an eye on Brown's quarterback, first start, regional matchup. Is he going to be good as, as he did? Is he going to be as good as he was in the preseason? It's a good point. Um, I don't think so. I think, the you know, again, the Steelers have done historically well against uh, rookie uh, quarterbacks, and I don't think that changes today. No, nope, I don't either. Uh, I think we, I think I talk, we talked about this already. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser? Uh, you know, I can see where the excitement is for the Browns. Yeah. I know a lot of people are excited to see Deshaun Kaiser play. For me, he did surpass expectations. But, guys, this is the Steelers. This is what they do. They fluster rookie quarterbacks. It doesn't change today. Yeah. Uh, they, they have Big Ben, and that that's it. They, something else. Something <laughs> they've else got to, all the weapons. Something else to keep in mind, too, is, you know, we raved about T.J. Watt doing well in the, in the preseason. Um, so it's going to be fun to see a rookie linebacker that's done versus well a versus a rookie quarterback that's done well. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see how that works out. Another guy that you want to take a look at today, keep an eye on, Scott Rudolph, I think. Yeah. Definitely keep an eye on him. Uh, Tomorrow. You know, Sam, Bradford, Sam, Sam Bradford has uh, has got some weapons on that offense. Uh, but still, you, you, you want to rely on your safety valve. Sam Bradford, is a, he's a creature comfort quarterback. He's a guy that likes mm-hmm. to sit in that pocket, 
He likes to he likes to throw that dink and dunk pass. And Kyle Rudolph is gonna he's gonna make he's gonna have some catches today. Mm-hmm. And I would not be surprised to see him get go to him early and often. Uh, so if you've got Kyle Rudolph available in your league or you have him, play him today because uh, he's going up against a pretty pretty weak defense. Uh, and Sam Bradford is likely to throw to him a lot. He was a favorite target last year. He'll be a favorite target this year. Um, one thing I want Big to say D. is – I just want – Yes. The, uh, the Saints and Vikings play tomorrow. I just want to say that. Yeah. And, right. uh, it, and regarding, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Sorry. But regarding you Kaiser, have play, play. Yeah, play play Sam Bradford in the Vikings player tomorrow. But I just want regarding Kaiser, I, I, I think he's gonna be a lot better than what people are expecting. Um the the mm-hmm. the list for the Browns starting quarterbacks is very, very long. We all know that. But something that the Browns haven't had in developing a quarterback is Hugh Jackson. He's one of the better coaches very in this league despite with the Browns. He's a great offensive mind coach. And he, he, he's going to do wonders with Kaiser. I mean, you know, that's just what he needs. And I think Kaiser's going to have a promising career. I think he's going to do a lot better than what people are expecting today. I, I still think the Steelers mm-hmm. are going to win, but I think the Browns are going to have a fighting chance. Um, you know, Austin, I'm glad you bring that up because Hugh Jackson is not one of the better. He's one of the best quarterback yeah, head coaches the in, the, in the league. And, and I say head coaches – that coach's quarterback. Yeah. You look what he did a couple of years ago uh, with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton went off that year. Yeah. He also had Muhammad Sanu. He also had uh, Marvin Jones behind um, A.J. Green. But he still gave Andy Dalton his best year at, at Cincinnati. Um, and it's very promising to see uh, if Hugh Jackson can do that with um, Deshaun Kaiser with the Browns. Make no mistake. The Browns will be better than last year. Absolutely. This division is always tough. Absolutely. Uh, but they will not beat the Steelers today. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. And they will not beat the Steelers in the second matchup this season either. Well, no, it's in Cleveland today. The yeah. next matchup will be at Heinz they, Field. They will not win those matchups this year. Can they beat the Bengals? Yes. Can they beat the Ravens? Yes, they can. They have a better chance, that's for sure. They will not beat the Steelers, though. You know, and we, I actually have the Browns. If, um, in the division, winning third, and the Bengals going last. So, um, Bengals fans, I apologize, but I'm just not seeing a whole lot. I don't apologize. I apologize for nothing. Uh, listen, the Browns, the Browns will be better this year. Yeah. Um, but if they're going to have any kind of chance of being competitive today, mm-hmm. they're going to have to run the ball, and they're going to have to run well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, if you guys didn't catch it, Big D, we have posted um, your picture in the Philadelphia Eagles jersey. And, and and Big D, you look good, man. I, I always look good. I look good no matter what. And and, and that's something you guys should know. If, if you guys want to give me jerseys to wear, I'll wear them. I will corso this thing. Um, <laughs> make a quilt. I will. I'll make a quilt out of them. I'll wear the quilt. Um, there it is. There you are, Big D. Yeah. When we look at some of these, uh, we look at some of these other players. Uh, Austin, who else do you like in fantasy for this week? Go read the article, boy. Go read the articles. I love it. That, I, I mean, that, 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 that's plain and simple, right yeah. there. Ken, you got any? You got anybody to but, spotlight but, today? Keep... I mean, if you want a sleeper, guys, if you want a sleeper, I'll give you a sleeper. Someone to look out for today is um, Kendall Wright, I believe. I, I did mm-hmm. mention this in one of my one of my articles. I think he's going to be the leading receiver for the Bears this year. Um, mm-hmm. Despite how bad the Bears are going to look today, they're going to get garbage time points, and Kendall Wright might be one of the beneficiaries. 
He might not get you a ton of points, but he can get you 15 at least. Solid, solid number. So, um, you know, a, a guy to highlight, I think, would go. You know, Austin, awesome Austin mentioned Cooper Cup earlier. Cooper Cup. Um, I'm not going to talk about Cooper Cup. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna talk about another rookie wide receiver, uh, Zay Jones, oh. uh, for the Buffalo Bills. They're going against the Jets today. Um, Zay Jones has looked good. Um, with Jordan Matthews uh, being questionable, they're going to make sure that he's going to stay healthy. Austin, have you heard if Jordan Matthews is healthy? I heard he's questionable for today. I know he's going to try yeah. to play, but he, he is questionable. But if I know Jordan, okay. he'll be he'll be so he'll be suiting up today. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I don't think they're going to going to run the risk of further furthering the injury to Jordan Matthews. And I think we're going to see a lot more targets to Mr. Zay Jones. We're going to see a lot of run game from Mr. Shady McCoy, obviously, like you said earlier. Uh, But look for, look for Zay Jones to have a little bit of a splash today. Yeah. A couple, couple of other, couple of other players uh, to keep an eye on this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just, just as far as that goes, you know, somebody you might want to watch pretty carefully today because we don't know how they're going to do Marshawn Lynch. Keep in mind, we're not sure if there's any rust there or if Marshawn Lynch can come out. If Marshawn Lynch puts up Marshawn Lynch numbers this, yeah, sure. in this game, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be they're, they're going to he's going to be a big pitcher in fantasy. Yeah, uh, he put up big numbers when he was when he was playing in Seattle. He could do so again. He he was a he was the monster. We called him the beast for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we got a couple of questions here on Facebook, real quick. Um, Josh Brown saying. Not going to mention uh, Mr. Cooper Cup, even though I traded him, uh, and I'm in the one league, uh, our league. Um, I, I, we are we talked about it earlier, and I don't think Josh was on yet, but I think Cooper Cup has a good game today as well. Yeah. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts defense is, it has a lot of injuries, has a lot of holes. Um, he's a great special teams player. As well. I mean, he great he's done. Player. I think I think the Rams have named Cooper Cup the starting role for the slot position. Am I right there, Austin? He's in the slot position. I think so. Yes. So look for look for Cooper Cup to make a splash today as well. Um, if you've got guys like Antonio Brown or Mike, uh, not Mike Evans, um, yeah, th- not Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. Thanks <laughs> a lot, Hurricane Irma. <laughs> Anyways, if you've got top two guys, some salt over here, not just the salt water. <laughs> I ain't happy about it. I miss you, Evans. Yeah, anyways, um, I'm not saying to start him over your top tier right wide receivers, yeah. but look for him to make a splash today. The, he's, he's, Colts he's defense, a good player for your play. Uh, has holes. So, again, look for a splash there. Um, our buddy Chris here, uh, how do you guys feel about uh, Eddie Lacy playing the, the Seattle Seahawks uh, against his old Packer team? I like, um, it. I like it a lot. How do you think that will, that'll go? Do you think the Packers losing Eddie, uh, Lacy is a huge downfall? I don't think it's a huge downfall for the Packers. Uh, Ty Montgomery has done very well for the Packers. Um, and to be quite honest, uh, I've never been an Eddie Lacy fan. I've always thought he was a mediocre running back. Um, however, like Awesome Austin said, Thomas was hurt. Uh, you look at that, the Packers defense isn't that good. It's true. Um, Dom you, the, 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 well, the front seven ain't bad, but the back half ain't. And um, the, Eddie Lacy could come out running hard and angry. Um, that could be an interesting matchup. I'm glad Chris brought that up. You know, Chris, it, it's good you bring that up. Uh, no, though, the Packers didn't lose on letting Eddie Lacy go. Letting, mm-hmm. Eddie, in fact, Eddie Lacy was letting himself go. Uh, not staying in shape, not not showing up to camp. Yeah. Uh, when you have a player like that and you're trying to build a winning culture, uh, you can't have that around. Uh, you know, 
congrats to him for getting an opportunity in Seattle. Thanks for yeah. picking up the scrap, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, it's not it's not a huge loss for the Packers. Uh, in fact, the Seattle Seahawks picked him up because they were actually in desperate need of a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, losing Marshawn Lynch changed the whole the whole game for them. Mm-hmm. They needed a running back. They snatched him up. Uh, and to be honest, uh, the rest of the running backs really aren't you know nothing to go running home about either. Yeah, the the back the Seattle backfield's kind of a I don't want to say a mess, but it's very crowded, and it's we're gonna get some answers today though. We will. So uh, I don't I don't want to say Eddie Lacy won't perform. Uh, right. You know he he has been known to put up put up some good numbers when mm-hmm. he gets the touches, um, and he could he could do well today. Mm-hmm. But as far as down the line, he is not the answer. Well, and you know some, something else to keep in mind too, because some fantasy owners will have. Um, you know, Jared Dye, who's not playing today because of the hurricane, right? They're going to have, you know, a couple guys like that. Um, so if you need a flex spot, I, I, I would feel somewhat comfortable with Eddie Lacy in the flex, especially playing against his old team. I think there's going to be some uh, animosity there. Would you agree with me, Austin? I would. And um, if Thomas Rawls, in fact, does not play tonight, I think tonight would be the night Lacey out of any other week. I think this is going to be his best performance of the season. I mean, mm-hmm. especially if it's going to be solo him. But someone else to keep in mind, Chris Carson, preseason standout for the Seattle backfield. He's someone to keep in yeah. mind as well, guys. I mean, he might not yes. be a starter, but he could be He could be someone to stash on your bench for later in the season if Rawls and Lacey <laughs> both don't live up to expectations. Right. Uh, you did mention um, you messaged uh, Mr. Mike about. No, I didn't. Me. I asked if you did. Oh, so you I did not do that. Yeah, I will message him, see where he's at because he uh, is another another guy to keep your eye on today. Um, you know, since we're since we're on the topic of keeping your eye out on on guys today, <clears throat> I know we mentioned the matchup between the Saints and the Vikings. Uh, we kind of harsh with the with the Saints, but keep an eye on Michael Thomas today <clears throat> because. Drew Brees Tomorrow. doesn't have a lot of guys to throw to, and when you don't have when you don't have a lot of weapons, you have to rely on 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 the one guy that you know is going to catch the ball. And one thing we do know is that Michael Thomas can can catch the ball. Uh, he is so going to make fast there, Dallas. Hey, he is going to make some catches today. He's no. not going to or tomorrow. tomorrow. Is that tonight? No, that's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, it's Monday. He's going night. to he's going to make some catches in Monday Night Football this mm-hmm. week. Okay. I still think the Vikings win the game, mm-hmm. but he's a decent player to pick up in your flex if you don't have if you need some wide out help. He's gonna have some he's gonna have some decent games this season. He might not have his best game today, but he's still gonna be good for some points today or or Monday I should say. Uh, he's still gonna be good for some points this week, uh, because, mainly because that's all Drew Brees has got to throw to. Uh, and you know it works. It works out. We saw what happened with Kareem Hunt. We saw what happened with Tyreek Hill, uh, a team that you know arguably had limited weapons, and they made it work. I'm not saying we see that happen with the Saints and Vikings. I don't think the Saints by any means are going to come out and blow the Vikings out on right. Monday night. Right. But Michael Thomas will will get some catches. Um, I think for me with Michael Thomas' situation is uh, I agree with Austin. I I think the Vikings defense is going to be a bit much for Michael Thomas, but. Um, that does not mean the star won't get uh, some some targets. Um, I have him starting in my league when it, where I have him. I'm in several leagues, but um, I do have Michael Thomas starting uh, mainly because of that reason. He's still going to get some looks. He's still going to get some targets, um, and he's the best thing they've got for wide receiver right now. And you know he should be a start almost every week. I also uh, fully expect a guy like Brandon Marshall. For people that are asking, I know we had somebody in our 
in mm-hmm. our comments asking about Brandon Marshall. I fully expect Brandon Marshall to make to, to have some th- to have some pretty decent games today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect him to make a couple couple big catches, get a touchdown maybe. Even. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somebody else to keep an eye on is Brandon Marshall going up against a weak secondary. Yeah, um, that'd be a big one. Um, our good our good buddy Andrew says sleeper uh, Kobe Fleener. Um, to be quite honest, Kobe Fleener has been a sleeper pick uh, for the, for several several years now. Back when he was with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not expecting big things out of Kobe Fleener. I just I I can't. I, I'm jumping it. off that train. Yeah, I, I hate I saying that, see, but I don't see Fleener doing it. If you're going, if you're going with a Saints player, you're going with Michael Thomas and Drew Brees. Uh, that's the two that you're going with. Uh, you know, again, AP could be a guy you look at too, just because it is against. We're talking about players against, playing against their former team. Adrian Peterson might have some, you know, some heart in this game. He might. He might. I imagine he does. <laughs> um, another guy to keep an eye on. Um, we talked about the you know the Pittsburgh Steelers against um, the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, you want to uh, keep that in mind with all the offensive weapons they have, right? So many. There is. There's so many. there's a lot. Um, let's not forget um, Derek Carr. When we talk about the Raiders. I do think Derek Carr gets some big numbers today. He's got the weapons. He's got the run. Should have the run game. Um, Derek Carr to me is almost yeah. an is almost an obvious start um, if you have him. Uh, unless you have somebody like Big Ben. Uh, but if you've got a player like Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback, I would take Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers uh, this week. I really would. I, I agree. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's he's only had really one big game mm-hmm. against Seattle. Uh, most of the time, he actually doesn't play very well against the Seahawks. Uh, something that something that a lot of people, you know, tend to not bring up. They, they, they jump on the Aaron Rodgers train. I love Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those teams – you don't play Aaron Rodgers today. He's playing Seattle. He's playing the Legion of Boom. Well, they, they tend to get interceptions. And they tend to lock down on receivers. They don't tend to have big games when you play Seattle. You know, something we're not talking about between the three of us and why we're picking certain people as a yes um, is really because of matchups. Matchups. Um, they, don't, they don't talk about this enough. Matt, uh, you know, just because you have Tom Brady, just because you have Aaron Rodgers, doesn't mean they're going to perform superstar numbers every week. I'm sure everybody would have loved that last, this most recent game against the Chiefs. I'm sure a lot of people started Tom Brady thinking, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Um, and then Alex Smith post, posted big numbers for fantasy. Um, you you know, you got to look at matchups. Um, Austin brought up Sam Bradford against the New Orleans Saints. It yeah. makes a ton of sense. The yeah. New Orleans Saints um, have a weak, uh, weak defense. Um, they, we talk about Big Ben against the, uh, the Browns. Um, it. These, you know, Marcus Mariota against the Raiders, these are matchups that make sense. Another thing, when you're doing fantasy football, guys, to keep in mind, you don't have to ball – your team doesn't have to ball out every week. Right. I, when you're looking at fantasy football, a good key thing to keep in mind is to look at every matchup. Okay, I have Derek Carr. My opponent has Marcus Mariota. That's going to be a tough matchup. That's going to be tough. Okay, I have um, – I'm trying to throw something out there. I have David Johnson. Versus um, Amir Abdul. Lions. I'm going to win that matchup. Okay, I'm going to win that my matchup. I have um, Brandon Marshall versus Michael Crabtree. My, Michael Crabtree, good one. Um, I'm probably going to lose that matchup, but there's po- there's a good positive there with him. You know, with them with the Giants not having OBJ. Go by matchup to matchup. Play it smart. If I you know it, that, I think and, that bears the most fruit when you play and, it smart. Another thing they don't talk about that. Yeah. Don't don't just take the projections word for it. Oh my God, no. Uh, because a lot of times they're going to have guys projected to have twenty five points, 
Uh, they're going to have guys projected, or they'll have somebody that you would think, why, why are they only going to get nine points this week? Why yep. are they only going to get seven points? Yep. Uh, pay very close attention to your matchups. Pay very close attention to the player that you picked. You picked them for a reason. Right. Play, pay very close attention to the stats that they put up in the past and think about their matchup with the defense they're playing or the offense that I, they're playing. Against. I could be wrong here. I could be wrong. And I, and I don't want to keep, you know, cut off Austin here. I don't want him not to talk, but uh, I – if I remember right, I think Aaron Rodgers is projected to get uh, around 25 points against the Seahawks defense, and I just don't see that at all. Um, actually, Ted, I can pull that up right now. Go for it. Go for it. Do, do so, please. So somebody in our, our league actually has Aaron Rodgers. Good. He's projected to have 25.8 points. And see, uh, that's again, that's another misleading. Okay, I'm projected to get this amount of points. Don't expect that. Whereas Eli, whereas Eli Manning's only projected to get 16 against a weak Cowboys secondary. That's interesting. Um, uh, I think I, if those two matchups, actually like the Manning matchup mm-hmm. against a against a defense that's weak in the secondary, doesn't uh, doesn't really have a, a, an aggressive pass rush. Um, when you think about those things, and you think about the amount of pressure that Aaron Rodgers is going to face all day long, right? Um, you got you. That's a matchup you got to feel good about. Awesome, Austin. Do you, you you agree with the matchup thing? Well, you and I have talked about that before, um, and I'm glad I'm glad Dallas brings up. Do you take Eli Manning this week or Aaron Rodgers? Eli, Eli, all the way, um, definitely. Yeah. I mean, this, the Cowboys defense as a whole is just absolutely horrible, and it's filled with rookies mm-hmm. and suspended players. I mean, you, you start Eli Manning this week over Rodgers, no question. No. And, but, and, it, um, and it pains just, me to say something like that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a few things, ahead, guys. Um, a few things here. One, a little quick fun stat. During the whole Bilicek or Bill Bilicek era, two Alex Smith has had two of the top five passer ratings against him, which is to me amazing to be in the top five twice against Bill Belichick. That was yeah. also that was also the most amount of points Bill Belichick has allowed in his career as a Patriots head coach as well. So kudos to, to Andy Reid and Alex Smith and the cream hunt and the whole entire chiefs team for that. Um, yeah. I'm a guy, I'm going to give you guys one more player to avoid before I get off here. I have a cranky uh, son that's teething right now. So I need to attend to him. Um, but I the last that. player I want to say, yeah. Player I want to tell you to avoid is um, Des Bryant guys. I mean, Mm-hmm. One, Zeke Elliott's back, so now they're going to be focusing on that run game, so that decreases his value a little bit for tonight. Two, he's going up against Janarius Jenkins again. I think in the last mm-hmm. two matchups last year, I think Dez had, what, two receptions for 18 yards in the two games they played? No, thank you. I want yeah. no part of that. Jenkins is a top-five mm-hmm. corner, in my opinion. I'm just going to leave that alone. Plus, unlike Tony Romo, Dak doesn't try to force the ball to Dez. He tries to get to the open yeah. guy, which is usually Cole Beasley. So, yeah. I'm just staying away yeah. from Dez all together tonight, guys. And Dez, you brought and up I, Cole Beasley before. Mm-hmm. Play for pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin, I'm glad you bring up Des Bryant because you would know how he did last year. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> I would know. You would definitely know. And, and I would, I'm just, I'm I just, would know, and I would relish the thought of it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, guys, um, I will, I'm going to get yes. off here. Have a wonderful, okay. great ending to the show. Have fun in your interview. Yep. Tell everyone I said hi. 
Till next do. time. Glad you came on. We'll talk to you next week for more predictions. And, of course, enjoy football today, Austin. Football's back. Oh, I will. I got America. the NFL Sunday ticket. Ooh. I'm going to enjoy a lot of football today, boys. Hey, you know, Austin, before you go, I got a little something for you. What's that, buddy? He's got a little – you you just hold on just a second. I got I got something for you. You're going to like this. Just get – there we go. I like it, Dallas. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I knew you'd like it. So, all right, Austin. Tell the family we said hello, and uh, we'll talk to you later, buddy. And guys, right, guys. See ya. take it easy. Guys, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay very close attention uh, to people with with all this inclement weather, all this bad weather. You need to pay very close attention to your bye weeks. Yeah. Uh, I know this week I had to double check my my own roster, and I said, "Oh my gosh, uh, you know, my two of my guys are not playing this week now." Yeah. And then you said, "Ted, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> uh, who do I uh, who do I play? I don't have a team now." Uh, guys, if if you're not paying attention to your bye weeks. There's only one thing for you, Ted. What? There's only one thing for you. What's that? You're going to get one Very true. But um, I'm glad you brought that up, too, as far as the Hurricane Irma. Pay attention to your fantasy football team, guys. It's only going to help you. Um, and don't fret when things like this happen. Yep. Um, and that's what, I told, that's what I told you, Big D. Um, Jameis Winston's not playing. Okay, no problem. Mark, Mike Evans isn't playing. Okay, we'll work with it. What do we do? We went, out. we went out and got a quarterback for you. Who'd you get? Uh, well, I picked guys. I picked up Carson Palmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a matchup against the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they're still a little bit shaky in their secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson Palmer does have people to throw to. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to have David Johnson to throw to. He is going to have a. He is going to have Fitzgerald to throw to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it made you know, it made sense. It made sense. What do you, what's your roster now without without Mike Evans? I know you got to pull it up and stuff. It, but. It, well, you know it's it's tough. Uh, I've still got a very tough matchup. Let me see your team. But uh, here you go. you got a tough matchup, but yeah. at the same time, you're going to be competitive, right? Uh, well, yeah, so, yeah. be competitive. So you've got – okay, yeah, you def- you're definitely competitive. You actually, since you didn't have Mike Evans, you put uh, Tariq Hill as one of your wide receivers. Yeah, I did. And, and that paid off for me. Big, so far. big. big time so Tariq Hill had a great game. You may not have to be so salty at Hurricane Irma. She might have done you a favor. She may be. Maybe. She may be. <laughs> maybe, so maybe. Um, uh, so you got Carson Palmer, Lashawn McCoy, below because Tyreek Evans got very swiftly for me. Uh, below Powell, Michael Crabtree today, um, Jack Doyle, and for your flex you have uh, Legarrette Blount. I'm telling all the trade secrets. No, but I'm just saying this is what your team is without Jameis Winston and Mike Evans, and it's you're not. Guys. I mean, you're not looking bad. Uh, you look one, good. One thing you guys, you know, take away from my team, uh, you know, it's always good to have. Something in reserve, right? Uh, you know, we talk. We talk about handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, it couldn't have been more important. I mean, the Cowboys people that picked up Ezekiel Elliott lucked out, mm-hmm. but it, that could have gone a completely different way. Yes. Uh, so having a guy like Darren McFadden would have been a, probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, now those people are feeling pretty good about themselves because they got Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. uh, and they should be. Uh, you know, even though I gave the Cowboys a hard time, you still got to feel pretty good about Ezekiel Elliott. He was the leader, uh, the rushing leader last year for the NFL. Um, will he do that again? We're we're gonna see. We're gonna find out. Uh, but he's he's not. He I would be very surprised if he has a major drop off. He's still gonna be productive. Um, 
and just so everybody knows, Michael Montgomery has not called in yet, guys. We're still waiting on the phone call. We've messaged him, waiting to see what happens. Well, we still got you know, Seth. Yep, we got uh, Seth from um, NFL Talking Heads coming on here in about 15 minutes. Um, have no problem with talking to him about more fantasy football talk. Again, guys, if you have questions about your fantasy football lineup, please put it in the comment section. If you you know if you're wondering, hey man, um, do I start Joe Mixon today? Ask us. We'll, we're going to give you our yeah, our advice right now. You can go ahead and, and shoot them over. And you know what else you can do? You can take a look at that awesome Austin article. Yeah, and, and, and get get some insider information. All right, he was right on the Kareem Hunt. Uh, he he also uh, picked to rekill. Then he did. Yeah, and uh, that turned out pretty well for me. Um, you know something, Ted, that we haven't talked about enough. What's that? Is we, we've talked about guys that have a lot of weapons, but Ted, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about we, we haven't talked about the guys uh, that are just consistent performers, even in offenses that have a lot of weapons. Ted, you would know something about that. Your team has a lot of weapons, but you also have a couple of guys in your team that are consistently producing, and one of those guys, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he always produces, but I think if you're going to talk about the most consistent guy, it's the guy that's always that's played uh, almost a full season every year he's been there, and that would be Antonio Brown. Um, that is the most consistent offensive weapon we've had, um, right. period, right now. That, you know, I'm very thankful for what Antonio Brown does, what he brings on game day. Um, something, something that you we, we should talk about, too, mm-hmm. is a guy like Antonio Brown can be extremely valuable to you in fantasy because mm-hmm. you know he's going to play you know, by week. You know he's going to produce. And the thing is, for me, um, I, I'm going to say a little bit of a not-so-fast there only because I think the Steelers' biggest strength as far as having so many weapons, is their biggest fantasy downfall. That's true. Um, so with that, in other words, uh, yes, Antonio Brown is phenomenal. He is very solid. Should always get you points every week. Big Ben loves to throw to him. But at the same time, you've also got, got guys like Martavis Bryant. You've got Le'Veon Bell. You've got Jesse James. You've got Eli Rogers. You've got um, – I'm drawing a blank um, – Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, you know, you, you got all these guys, and it just what it boils down to is, is ben, Big Ben may have to look at, you know, another – to somebody else. He may, um, but as far as that goes, one thing we do know is that Antonio Brown, he's he's consistently mm-hmm. going to get some catches. Sure, he's going to get some catches. Uh, he's usually the guy that Big Ben is looking for in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Something to think about. He's he's a red zone guy. That's another thing uh, that we should talk about is guys that you know maybe they don't uh, light it up as far as catches go, but they are red zone threats. Guys that we're keeping track of in the red zone. Uh, Antonio Brown is one of those guys. Uh, another thing to keep an eye on, uh, especially for red zone, uh, is your running backs obviously should go without saying, but your tight ends. Mm-hmm. Tight ends are highly targeted in the red zone. So a guy, we talked about Kyle Rudolph, but guys like Jason Witten, they're, they're the guy that you're going to be looking for in the end zone if you're a quarterback, especially when you don't have a lot of room. You don't have a lot of room to throw. Uh, you don't have as much time in the red zone because the defense is pinning their ears back. They're coming after you. So keep an eye on those positions when you're in fantasy. Keep an mm-hmm. eye on the guys that like to target their tight end. Or if you've got a young quarterback, quarterback in your team, uh, like a Sam Bradford, like a, uh, uh, like a Marcus Mariota, guys like Delaney Walker, uh, or, even, or even in the case of uh, what, Tolzine, uh, mm-hmm. guys like Jack Doyle, uh, they're going to be valuable to you. Uh, not because they're you know, one of the only weapons on the team, but because – uh, quarterbacks like to throw to their tight end. They yeah. like to throw to their running back. Um, it, it, you know, they like knowing that they have that security blanket. So keep keep a close eye on those positions 
uh, when you're building your fantasy team. It's not, you know, everybody goes after the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady. We've talked about this before. Uh, they go after the Aaron Rodgers. They go after the Tom Brady. They go after the A.J. Green. Uh, but sometimes a guy like a Jack Doyle uh, yeah. is enough. You know, and and I'm glad you bring up Jack Doyle. We talked about him before. Um, uh, Tolzine's not going to be throwing deep ball. Uh, doesn't do it very often. I look for him, especially in his uh, NFL debut, to throw to do the short ball, yeah. and Jack Doyle mm-hmm. should reap, reap the benefits. So I like that t- tight end pick. Um, it looks like we have a caller, and I do believe this is probably Mr. Michael Montgomery. Hey, how you doing? This is hey, Michael, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Good, good. Uh, I'm. I do apologize if there was a confusion there as far as um, – Eastern Standard Time and, you know, all that good stuff for, you know, time zones. It's always a pain sometimes. Oh, no, oh, no worries. No worries, man. I'm just uh, just glad to be on. Oh, we're glad to have I'm you on. happy to have you on. Absolutely. I'm very happy to have you yeah, on. Yeah. Um, Big D here, uh, co-host, he's actually a Green Bay Packers fan, so it's a little surreal for him. Yeah, it is surreal for me. <laughs> it, it, it's big, it's no. a big deal for me. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, so, uh, oh, oh, man. Anyways. I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up, man. We got a, we got a good receiving core. Um, yes. I, think, I think our defense has uh, gotten a little bit stronger. Clay Matthews is back to playing his natural position as an as outside yes. linebacker. So, um, uh, Perry, he's going to be back. He's he got the cast off. He had like nine sacks last year uh, with the cast yeah. on. Uh, so he has a cast yeah. off too. So uh, we have a, you know, we drafted a couple rookies and we made a, a couple, uh, we got a couple veteran uh, D tackles. So uh, and, yeah. and the and Green Bay secondary is looking strong. So I'm I'm excited to see this debut against the Seahawks. You know, I think I speak for everyone that's you know that loves NFL football. That I think everybody's excited to watch. Football finally, it's you know yeah. it's back. You know we got a little you know sn- uh, appetizer with the Chiefs and the Patriots, which was a good appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Now we got the main course today. Yeah, well, I'm ready to eat. Oh yeah, this is all yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. We're ready, ready to eat. Yeah, I'm ready to eat. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Montgomery, do you want, do you mind if I call you Michael? Is that okay? Yeah, Michael's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so we're gonna kick this off. Um, you started out at Navarro Junior College uh, in Texas. Uh, and ended up transferring to Texas A&M for your junior year. Um, at Texas A&M, you earned all Big 12 honors, recording 123 sack, uh, tackles, uh, seven sacks, and uh, one interception, um, which was, obviously is a great year for you. Uh, but things didn't start off on the right foot when you got to A&M. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had to have heart surgery. Um, and can you take us through that experience and what was running through your mind at that time and, you know, it's you know to hear that you have to have a major surgery like that. I mean that's nothing you want to hear. You know, uh, you know it's 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 really ironic. Uh, you ask me this question. I I'm uh, currently it. writing a book, uh, a memoir about about this situation about uh, you know uh-huh. me from my perspective my my per- perspective uh, as an NFL player. You know I was a, I wasn't you know I'm not a Michael Strahan or. Uh, Ray Lewis, and you won't see me on Dance with the Stars, but you know, I, you know, I was those blue, I was a blue type, blue collar type of uh, NFL player. You know, I was a role player right. that's gonna go, you know, day in and day out. You're gonna see, you're gonna, I'm gonna get that same enthusiasm. I'm gonna play my part and play hard and uh, be a, a valued member, contribution wise to the team. 
But uh, you know, I, I, when I when I, when I heard I was going to get surgery, you know, I felt I felt defeated uh, in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, and uh, you know, I, I fought I fought to, to my family. Uh, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I was the man of the house. I had a lot I had a lot of riding on this. You know, my mother uh, my mother got injured at a job, and, and she couldn't work. Right. Uh, for, and she couldn't, you know, work and provide for herself financially. And, uh, you know, my, my, my brother was in and out of jail and uh, my father left and and it was just her. And I was the man of the house and I wanted to put my nephew in a better position uh, uh, academically and financially. So, um, you know, I had a lot riding on myself. And I, and I, and, and I told myself God didn't bring me uh, to this point. Uh, to to fail me because you know I was in the height of my career. I was playing at I was just leaving Navarro, you know, uh, uh, after uh, fin- fin- making an All American team, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first day, you know, having this problem. So you know, when when he told me, you know, I think I should stop playing. I, I told him I rather I rather die in that play. So you know, I said, what if we can do to make this happen? You know, I need to get back on that field, and you know, we get surgery, and then we have to monitor you. The team will monitor you, so you know, I just, you know, I made a promise to myself and promised to, to help my mother and help my family, um, to put myself in a better financial situation by getting to the NFL. So, um, you know, fortunately, you know, I got the surgery, uh, things were success, and. Um, I, I returned to the team and, uh, you know, made a value contribution to the team. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I'm glad you brought us through that experience. I mean, I know, it, 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 you know, that part of your life, it was difficult and it was a, you know, it was a setback for you and you overcame it. And I know one thing that always stands out to make people successful um, is not money. It's not where you come from. It's you know. It's nothing like that. It's about grit and about you know putting your nose to the grindstone and putting the work in. You know that's how you become successful. And I think that speaks volume mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, go ahead, Big D. You know, <clears throat> coming from Texas A&M, Michael. Personally, I went to Texas Tech. Got my bachelor's <laughs> from there. Uh, you know, you you were you were in the you you got to play against some prolific offenses, uh, playing where oh, you did, yeah. uh, playing in Texas too. Football is king there. I don't have to tell you that. You know it. Uh, do you feel like mm-hmm. the bigger games or the rivalry games you played in college uh, helped better prepare you for for the big stage of the NFL? Because a lot of people don't realize, you know, the difficulties of playing in some of those rivalry games. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's intense. Oh yeah, I, I, I told him um, I'm, I'm gonna be speaking at uh, this function at the Texas Children's Hospital uh, in September mm-hmm. 26, and uh, I was telling them about uh, you know uh, how excited I was to be playing uh, in the Big 12 and playing the type of schedule I was playing because my schedule, my first game, we was playing uh, the number one draft pick in the NFL. Uh, uh, the following year was Alex Smith when he was in Utah, and we saw what yeah. he did uh, uh, Thursday. So, 
uh, against uh, the Patriots who won the Super Bowl. So, you know, I was playing against Alex Smith. I was playing against Vince Young, who, you know, who was a rookie of the year. Then I was playing against Darren Sproul, who's all pro. And I was playing against Cedric Benson, another pro uh, prolific player. So, you know, our, our schedule is chalked up full of talent, elite talent that not only played good in college, but played really good in the NFL. So, I was just more excited to play against that type of competition because, you know, I ultimately believe competition makes you better. And also, I had the opportunity to be scouted uh, uh, from from the playing in an elite conference because, you know, ain't, ain't no conference like the Big 12 back then because I was playing with Texas Tech with their, with their spread offense and they was passing the ball mm-hmm. every play, every yeah. play. Yeah. So, you know, so I was super excited to play against play against teams like that because every every game, either I was playing Kansas State with Darren Sproles, either I was playing Cedric Benson and Vince Young at Texas, or either yep. I was playing Henderson at Texas Tech. They was you know putting putting up three hundred fifty yards uh, passing every game. So Alex Smith, number one draft pick. Uh, so you know, it was it was an exciting time uh, during my year. And oh, we were playing against uh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, who was highly yeah. hopeful. So you know, it was it, you know, I had I, I had a bunch of opportunities to get looks from NFL scouts by the teams we played. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, I'm glad you talked about Darren Sproles and some of these guys that went on to the NFL. Uh, we actually found a quote uh, online um, that you had said in the previous interview, and I'm going to go ahead and read it if that's okay. Um, sure thing. Uh, the quote is, uh, there was a familiar opponent I played against in college that was drafted by another team, uh, Darren Sproles of Kansas State. I had a great game against him in college, and I was attempting to repeat that in the pros. I was all over the place, jumping over people to tackle Sproles, chasing down the quarterback for the game-winning sack, end quote. Um, can you tell us first off who you who was interviewing you, um, and what did that mean to be able to play against you know you, like you mentioned him playing against him in college, but what is that like going to get against him in the pros, him and uh, you know the other guys you had mentioned, um, and take us through the experience of the games that um, you played against him in. Uh, it was um, we, we played against my senior year in, in uh, Texas A&M. Uh, I was a, a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, during my senior year, and um, you know it was a big game. We was uh, starting Big Twelve, and it was a really big game. It was at home as well. And at the time, Darren Sproles, he was he was in the Heisman race too, because you know he was not only you know scoring, not only you know getting major yards from a running yeah. back, running back standpoint, but he was getting a lot of yards off kick returns, punt returns. Um, so he was like in a running uh, as that as well. So I just wanted to just – and then I, I played really well. I played really well against that team. had like man, 11, 11, 12 tackles, maybe like two wow. two tackles for loss, a couple of QBs, hits. And, and uh, you know, I was just really productive and, and uh, playing against him. You know, my first preseason game in Green Bay was uh, I just wanted to duplicate the same type of energy, the same type of uh, um, 
performance and effort. Uh, so, because, uh, you know, it was a really big game. And they always say preseason game doesn't matter. No, for, for guys that's trying to make a team, uh, uh, on the NFL team, preseason games are, are Super Bowl. <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. Super Bowl, yeah. Super Bowl type atmosphere for guys like like me, like uh, guys, you know, free agents, guys, you know, low yeah. draft picks. You know, the, the preseason is our Super Bowl. That's where we make our money. That's where we uh, solidify ourselves as a player uh, that's on the team. So. You know, I just want to duplicate the same type of effort and, and enthusiasm because, uh, you know, um, when I when I got in, uh, I think I got in like late third quarter to, to, and played the whole fourth quarter, and um, mm-hmm. you know, it was a it was a real it was a big defensive game because you know either team could score. So when I got in, it was like a, a super like seven to three type of game and you know, I just want to come off and play really hard and and, and 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 keep that high standard that the the defense set um from um from uh from from the other quarters. So, you know, it was a a, a game that came, you know, towards the end and I and I remember make uh, making a move, I rushed up the field and I saw the quarterback stepping up in the pocket. So I spent Spent uh, from inside and met him as he was st- stepping up from the pocket, and I dove and grabbed and tackled him from behind. And uh, that was like the, the final seconds of the game because they was about to score. And they was uh, yeah. in the field goal range, so you know, and that sack kind of took them out of the field goal range. So uh, I just just wanted to stay active uh, and and be in, and play with some intelligence. You know, because you know, a lot of times you know, you see guys they're rushing up the field, and they have no pocket awareness of where the quarterback is, and you know they're just running up field, and the quarterback is just stepping up in the pocket, or either taking off running, or either uh, uh, moving up, and you know no pressure in his face. So I just want to just stay active and, and also play smart. Absolutely. You know, and I'm glad you bring up the preseason thing. We actually uh, last week had uh, Tim Scott, um, who is on the practice squad right now for the New York football giants. And um, we talked to him about this, you know, people do say preseason doesn't matter, but, but, but like you said, it matters. And, you know, it may not matter as far as, you know, what the record is at the end of the preseason, but at the same time, this is how players make the roster. This is how they earn their job, you know, um, and, it, and it does matter, and it, but it's just in a different sense, and I completely agree with what you're saying about that. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, Mike, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Um, we've we've had some guys on our our show, a lot a lot of guys on our show, and mm-hmm. and most of them have been offensive players. Yeah. Me, I'm a big fan of defense, Mike, and I gotta know. I just have to know. How excited are you guys? You get the opportunity to hit these other guys. You get to see them in film all you know, all off season long. Uh, you know, you get to see the the quarterbacks, the Drew Brees, the Tom Brady, the Alex Smith. Uh, what's it like for you guys to go in there and get a sack or, or or just get your hands on these guys all year long? Oh man, it's a it's the best feeling in the world. Ain't nothing like hitting the quarterback <laughs> or hitting the running back. I I tell a man. You know, people who say they never, they don't miss the game, 
<laughs> not in my not in my situation. I love love. I love playing the game. I love hitting people. That was my thing. I love hitting people, man. That was uh, I, I lived it. I eat it. I love. Uh, I, I hurt. You know. I, I remember I went back to A and M uh, and I was talking to some of the some of the some of the freshmen. Cause, you know, I want to, you know, elevate their game. But first, I want to talk to them. I want to get their mind right. Because, you know, you can play the game as, as much as you can. But if you don't have that mind right for the game, the mindset, you know, you're wasting your time. So I told them, man, y'all got to love, y'all got to love, y'all got to love hitting people. Because, again, y'all going to be on the front line. And y'all going to be making contact yeah. every play. So you gotta yeah. love it, or else you're gonna get burnt out, or you're gonna get hurt because you're not playing hard. So and you gotta be physical. You gotta be a dog in the, up, up front. So so I, I, that, that was the one thing that kind of uh, I fell in love with the game because I started playing football late, and that was the one thing I loved doing was just hitting the quarterback and hitting the running back. Um. We got a couple more questions here for you, Michael. Um, we asked this uh, of all of our guests on our show um, that pl- have played in the NFL. But what was your favorite NFL memory? Um, it, everybody has one, and we've got to know yours. Uh, my favorite NFL memory was actually when Green Bay Packers won the Super Bowl in 2010. Yeah. That, that was my I favorite. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good memory. memory. Yeah, it was a favorite movie. At the time, you know, I wasn't on the team, but, you know, I still had love and profound um, uh, level of, of respect and, and dignity for the team I, I was playing. You know, I got I got released before they went to the playoffs that year, but, you know, I still right. knew everybody on that team, and I still – was just happy that, you know, all my my friends on the team, you know, defeated the odds by beating the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in 20, yeah. 2010 uh, Super Bowl year. So I was just uh, – that was one of my favorite moments to see see my team win a Super Bowl and see Aaron Rodgers get that Super Bowl. Absolutely. Um, go ahead, Big D. Yeah, so, Mike, I'm glad you brought that up. We've talked numerous times on our show about the NFL being a business. But you've you've talked about, you know, all your friends on the team and everything. Take us through what it's like to be part of an organization like the Packers, like the Steelers. Uh, Because, you know, we talk about tradition, we talk about all that, but what's it like to be in that culture? I mean, you went to A&M, and they're all about Mm -hmm. culture down there. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I can tell you this. Uh, Green Bay is like – a uh, uh, Texas A&M uh, pro team. I mean, it's Green Bay. Uh, they both go hand in hand to me uh, with the culture, yeah. with the with the the, the atmosphere, because everybody talks about Kyle Field, Texas A&M. Everybody talks about you know the frozen tundra at Lombardi and with, with deep yeah. history with, with winning. So you know, you know, as I looked at it when I left, you know, they both went hand in hand. When it talked about uh, that rich tradition, and uh, I had some time to, you know, uh, I went, I went, 
and it was when I was a free agent to Minnesota and played a little bit and went back to Green Bay. And I just say, man, there's nothing like, uh, you know, Green Bay Packers. It's just a uh, chocolate rich tradition and the people, the people, the fans, those who make the experience what it is. And uh, it was a, it was an awesome time. I, mean, I I I, I definitely believe it. Yeah, I mean, Ted, you, you know, you went to Ohio State. Uh, yeah. I've been to College Station. I've yeah. been in Kyle. I've been at Kyle Field. Yeah. Uh, and I have to say, I mean, they are they are crazy about <laughs> football down there. I mean, I thought it was. I mean, it, I mean, they're crazy at Texas Tech. They're crazy at UT. I think I think Michael could attest to that. But there's something about being on. In AT and T Jones Stadium on that field, or being on the field uh, in Kyle Field, yeah. because I've actually sang on the field at AT and T Jones right. Stadium uh, yeah. with you know 100 plus thousand people in there. But that's that's the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. Um, listen, Michael, we always uh, this next question is a little more fun for us. Um, we ask this of all of our uh, guests again, um, but we want to give back to you. Um, as a guest on our show, taking time out of your day. Um, I, we know you're a busy man. Um, but would you be willing to give us a um, Michael Montgomery jersey? Um, where the plan is with those is to hang, put, frame them all, hang them up, and like I said, just give back. These are, these are who we've interviewed. These guys are great guys. They're genuine guys. You know, we want to make sure they get recognized for coming on our show. Um, I'd like to add you guys to our Hall of Fame. Our own Hall of Fame, absolutely. Well, oh, sure thing, man. I'd love to. Awesome. And one, we have one more very important question for you, Mike. Yeah. We've got one more very important question. You want to come back on this show? Absolutely. Well, hells yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to hear, baby. We would love to have you back on. Uh, we know you're a busy guy. We know you do a lot as far as motivational speaker to, yep. youth, to youth groups and, and to students and the like. Uh, and we would love to have you on. Uh, to talk more about that in the future. I know you got a book coming out. Yep. I'd love to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a good possibility we'll have you come on during, you know, mid-season, somewhere around there, to talk about, you know, hey, these are where the, this is where the Packers are at right now. This is their record. You know, let's compare that to where you were at, um, where your your Packers team was at in 2010. Well, we'd love, that. we'd love to have you on and talk yeah. about your insight of yeah. the mid-season Absolutely. mindset of NFL exactly. players. Exactly. Um, so with that oh, being yeah, said, I would love that. Awesome. Yes. So with that being said, Michael, we're going to let you go. We want to wish you a great day and uh, hey, football's back. Yeah. Oh, football's back. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. Love having you on, Michael. Yeah. Thank you so much for yep. coming on. It was Thank great. You. Have a good day. All right. How are you too? All right, guys. We got another caller here, and he's been waiting. 13 minutes, 14 minutes. Yeah. Um, Facebook, sorry. you know, we would we would typically go to commercial <laughs> break here, but we're not going to let him stay on uh, uh, hold any longer. Big D, get him on here. Get, get, get in here. Get in here. It, this is Teddy the Baritate of Straight Football Talk. Alongside of me is Big D, Dallas Duclo. How you doing? Is this Seth? This is. How's it going, guys? Hey. What's up, man? Sorry, man. We couldn't, you know, cut Mr. Michael Montgomery off. Um Enjoyed talking with him, so we appreciate you holding there. Yeah, man, no worries. Hey, it's Sunday. There's, there's no no complaints right now. Absolutely. Yeah, that's you know what? It is Sunday. You know Big what? Yeah, it is. Give that to you know, welcome, welcome, welcome to the cave, buddy. Welcome to the cave. 
it's time. It's football season. It's time to get fat. It's time to get fat. Yeah, it is. Uh, Seth, are you re- ready to talk some fantasy football, man? I know we are. We've already been talking about it. Yeah, when am I not, right? This is, this is what I do. I'm, <laughs> talking fantasy football, so I'm, I'm ready, guys. So we were talking earlier, um, and go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me, you know, tell me what you're thinking with this. But I was explaining to our audience, Every 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 week, you don't have to have your fantasy football team ball out. You don't have to get 150, 200 points every week or have a Kareem Hunt um, get on there and just, you know, uh, like I said, ball out and get the 45 points. You just have to win your matchups, you know, um, and you got to play and you got to play smart. You know, um, I, lo- I was t- uh, telling my co-host here, uh, you look at, you know, if I've got Aaron Rodgers versus – Big Ben, who am I starting? Uh, it's probably Big Ben because he's playing the Browns this week. He should get more points than Aaron Rodgers yeah. should yeah. Uh, against the Se- Seahawks. So, uh, would you agree with that? Sorry, so, how do you guys think I'm saying? Yes, I, I would. Totally, I would definitely agree. Okay, um, we, we've even got some questions from the audience. Yeah, um, I'm glad he commented on here. We got a um, David here who says, uh, should we, he start Emmanuel Sanders or Larry Fitzgerald? Uh, Seth, I'll let you go ahead and take this away, and then I'll comment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would go. I would. I would go Larry Fitzgerald personally. Um, they're both, I guess, P, you know, PPR type receivers. I think Larry Fitzgerald led the NFL in catches last season. Uh, he's really the only passing option outside of David Johnson in Arizona. They both have decent matchups. Um, you know, not terrible pass defenses, not great pass defenses. So I would I would definitely mm-hmm. go Larry Fitzgerald, especially at the beginning of the season. This is where Larry Fitzgerald kind of tears it up, at least in recent years, and he kind of wears down as the season goes on. But week one, I'm rolling with Larry Fitz. Yeah, I have to completely agree with you on that. I know, uh, especially in PPR leagues, Emmanuel Sanders just seems to be a reception receiver. You know what I mean? Like he he gets yeah. the receptions a lot. Demarius Thomas is more the the big guy, the the yeah. big the big play guy. Um, but Larry Fitzgerald has to be the the, guy, the receiving guy. Period. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Right. So with and with with Palmer thrown against uh, the Detroit Lions, I like that matchup a lot better better than the Chargers. Yeah, you know, I, I have to agree uh, mainly because we talked about this just a little bit ago before uh, Seth got here. We talked about what it's like to have you know basically uh, one two options. We saw just just the other night mm-hmm. with the Chiefs. Alex Smith went to Tyreek Hill with yep. Kareem Hunt early yep. in offense. He went to his two guys, and mm-hmm. look how that panned out. Yeah. Got to like Larry Fitzgerald's chances, especially against the weak Detroit secondary. Yeah. Um, and another – somebody else has commented too here, Seth. Uh, could we see production out of Jason Witten this week? Uh, in my opinion, uh, Jason Witten's all reliable. You know, he's he, he always gets you eight to ten points every week. So there's going to be production, but, I mean, I think if you're looking for production, in my opinion, on the Cowboys, mm-hmm. it's going to be Zeke. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is. I think it's definitely gonna be Zeke and Des Bryant. I mean, I don't think there's gonna be too many surprises yeah. there. You know, I, I think yeah. Jason Wynn is tough at this stage in his career. It's you're kind of like rolling yeah. the dice whenever you throw Jason Wynn in your lineup. He's gonna have one or two games, you know, where he does okay every year. Like last year, week 15, he yep. had 10 catches against Tampa. Um, but if you take out yep. that game against Cleveland, where no one was covering him, where he went for eight, a buck 34, and a touchdown, he had a hit a really pedestrian season. Um, but, you know, tie, the tight end position is tricky. If you don't have one of the best five or six tight ends and you, you yeah. know, you're kind of caught in no man's land, you have to roll the Jason Witten. It's an in-division game. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, I don't think it's a terrible play, but you just have to know what you're getting yourself into when you start Jason Witten. Well, and the, I, sorry, Big D. The, 
um, I think the thing is with tight ends right now is you've got to know, like you said, what you're getting yourself into. Do a little bit of the research. Um, and, you know, and unfortunately, if you had Rob Gronkowski on Thursday night, he only got you around five. So, to me, you know, and I'm, I'm not a big Rob Gronkowski fan for fantasy because he gets hurt. Um, you know, I like Travis Kelsey. He only got four, four and a half points, roughly. Yes. Um, another guy I always liked, you know, and he he's not in the top five, I guess. He, he's probably right around there, is Kyle Rudolph. I think Kyle Rudolph is another guy that's just been all reliable for that offense. Here's here's something, though, uh, I have to disagree with, with our guest, Ted. What's that? I have to disagree. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think Witten's going to be productive. I definitely think the production is with Zeke. But I don't dis- I do not agree with Des Bryant. Yeah. Uh, Des Bryant has been incredibly inconsistent. He's had some games where he's done very well, but he's been incredibly inconsistent. And mm-hmm. the favorite target for Dak Prescott all last season was Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. Cole Beasley was the reception guy. He was the Emmanuel Sanders of that team. And it's not going to change this year. Cole Beasley's going to get those catches. He's going to get thrown to. Dak what- Prescott feels comfortable with that. What do you What do you think, Seth? Well, I mean, I, the matchup has been tough for Dez, especially last season um, against yeah. the Giants. But oh, yeah. I still think my, – my point is with Dez is if you have Dez, you obviously have to start him. There's, there's no way around you it. You have to start him. He's too, he, he's too good. He started the year a little bit banged up last season. His first game was with Dak Prescott, right? Dak Prescott's first game in the NFL where he wasn't throwing as right. much. I think they're going to have to rely a little bit more on Dak Prescott throwing the ball down the field. So I still like Dez Bryant. Um, totally agree with Cole Beasley. Obviously – if you're in a PPR league, he's relevant. If you're in a standard mm-hmm. league, he's completely yeah. irrelevant. Um, yeah, <laughs> but we're talking about a, we're talking about a guy who you know had pretty, especially week one last year against the Giants. He's he's kind of similar to that Julian Edelman player for New England, where he helps them move the chain, especially on third down. So I like Cole Beasley, but unless you're in you know PPR league and you're in a pretty yeah. deep league, you're probably not in a position where you should start Cole Beasley. Actually, Seth, you know what's funny? I'm glad you bring up a deep league. And uh, the league I'm in every year, I've been in it for a few years now. Um, it's actually 16 people, and it's PPR. It's uh, it's deep. Yeah. That's, that's deep. Kind of deep yep. I mean, if you're in a 16-team league then in this PPR, then you can definitely throw Beasley in there. I mean, he'd definitely be a solid a solid player. I mean, uh, we have yeah. co-host Jeff on our, on our, our show. We always, we've been talking yeah. up the, how – very little of a difference there was last season between Cole Beasley and Jameson Crowder. You look at their numbers, if, you were to, if I was to say player A stats, player B stats, the only real difference is Crowder had two more touchdowns than Beasley last year. Beasley had more catches, yeah. he had more targets, a few less receiving yards, very minimal. And, you know, Jameson Crowder is somebody that's going in the sixth or seventh round. Beasley's an afterthought. So when you look yeah. at it in that context, he's, he's definitely a player that, that a lot of people are sleeping on. Absolutely. Um, I've got another guy. Now, I don't do a lot of defensive players. I just started that, uh, helping my buddy with that uh, drafting. Um, this guy's asking between Luke Keekley or T.J. Watt. Uh, I, I, I have to personally think Luke Keekley. He's the, he's the general on that defense. I, you know, again, I'm not real big into defensive players in fantasy, but I have to think Luke Keekley's the guy you're going to go with this one. I 100% agree with you. Let, let me first say that <laughs> I, I can't stand defensive players in fantasy. I'm in a couple leagues um, yeah. where defensive players are prominent, and we have to start a few of them. I, I don't like it because you can't predict which ones are going to – there's a few, like Luke Keekley, who's usually a stud for, for IDP leagues. But a lot of them just come out of the woodworks, and you don't really – it's not like the rest of the positions, like receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, where you know who the, the studs are every year. Defensive players, right. it's so hard to predict, and I hate 
I would hate losing a week because a defensive player had a lucky week. Um, but I agree right. with you. Luke Keekley, it's like, let's, you know, don't overthink it. Luke Keekley is the way to go. T.J. Watt is a yeah. rookie. He, I guess, has some upside um, in fantasy because mm-hmm. of sacks, and he's a, he's a playmaker. But, yeah, Luke, Luke Keekley, and it's not even close. Yeah, yeah I, I have to agree, um, mainly because I think Luke Keekley not only has been a consistent performer, but let, let's look at the fact that he's also the defensive anchor. He's going to be reading all the, all the things that the quarterback does, and he's matched up against Brian Hoyer. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, so he's, he's, he's got a better chance of getting more sacks. He's got a better chance of, of getting in the backfield and being disruptive. Uh, you got like, you got like Luke Keekley in that matchup. Uh, I've got another one here. Um, Tyler Boyd or Sterling Shepard. Um, I've got to personally say, I, I think I like Sterling Shepard better, especially with OBJ probably not playing tonight. Um, that's just my opinion yep. though. Um, Boyd it just was sub last year. I think I got to go Sterling. I agree, especially with, like you said, with the injury to OBJ in Cincinnati, you know, Tyler, Tyler Eifert's healthy this, to start the year. That might not last very long, but he's healthy right now. Same thing with A.J. Green. Yeah. Tyler Boyd, at best, is the third option in the passing game, but there's also Brandon LaFell there. You also have Giovanni Bernard, who's going to be a factor on third down, and the rookie Joe Mixon. So I think, I think it's, you know, hands down, Sterling Shepard. Uh, I have to say I like the Shepard uh, the Shepherd pick a lot, mm-hmm. um, not only because uh, OBJ is not playing, but also because uh, of who he's playing. He's Cowboys playing the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's playing the Cowboys. Uh, the Bengals are playing, are playing the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, the, the, they have a very stout defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they, their secondary is, is solid. Their, their pass rush is solid. There's no guarantee uh, Boyd's going to get thrown to at all. He might not get any catches. Absolutely. Uh, so Shepard – Probably gonna probably gonna have a better opportunity to get you some points. Okay. Um, another question from David. Seth, would you say? What would you say? What would you say would be the biggest upset this week? <sighs> Man, you mean if I could pick any underdog to beat any favorite, will be. I think the biggest upset Anybody would probably either be. <clears throat> yeah. So, so I'm in a couple of survivor leagues, and my two favorite picks this week are Pittsburgh over Cleveland, and Houston. Mm-hmm. Against Jacksonville, I, I would be more. I'd be really shocked if Jacksonville goes into Houston with everything that's happened in Houston. Um, it's going to be an emotional yeah, game. JJ Watt is back. He, I mean, Houston has probably the best, you know, one of the top two or three defenses in the NFL. I, I think it all just comes down to can Tom Savage not lose the game for them? Can he be a, a little bit better than Brock Osweiler was? Even if he isn't, Jacksonville sells Blake Bortles, who's a you know, a complete dumpster fire. I, I think I think yeah. I'd be shocked if Jacksonville won that game. And then the other one is Cleveland. I just don't think they have the firepower. You know, Big Ben struggled on the road last season, and it's an in-division game, so you always have to, you know, factor that in. But I would be shocked. And Pittsburgh has too too much firepower, too many weapons. Uh, that that should be a blowout. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad you brought up the the Jacksonville and Houston thing because we actually talked about that earlier. Um, like you said, the the emotion with Hurricane Harvey. Uh, J.J. Watt coming back is a huge deal. Um, on top of that, like you said, Blake Bortles. I think that, to me, is what – both teams have good defenses. Obviously, Texas, the Texans have a great defense, but I think Jacksonville has a sneaky defense. And when it comes down to it, who's throwing the football for the Jaguars? Blake Bortles. Um, I don't trust him over Tom Savage at all. Um, and even if Deshaun Watson was starting, I would trust the rookie Deshaun Watson way over Blake Bortles now. 
Uh, well, it looks like we gained a new favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to agree uh, with the Jacksonville assessment. If Jacksonville can somehow go into Houston in a matchup that they have struggled with just in general, I mean, mm-hmm. they have struggled with that matchup even before the whole Hurricane Harvey thing. Uh, but all the emotion – you look at you look at a guy like J.J. Watt, who's been incredibly active in the offseason. You think about the emotion he's going to be carrying into the game. He's the anchor on that team. He's back. He's healthy. Uh, we've seen how devastating he can be in the past rush. Uh, that that would be a massive upset. Uh, Cleveland over Pittsburgh, though, might be an even bigger upset. Yeah, that would be huge. Uh, because if we look at the history for the Steelers, and we've talked about it again and again, but rookie quarterbacks don't do well. Against Steelers, True. historically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser, you know, people are, are talking him up a lot. I honestly, personally, I think Deshaun Kaiser is overrated. Uh, I, I am, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm not buying it. Uh, I've seen so many quarterbacks come through Cleveland and, and start out decent. Uh, we, we heard of all about how great Brian Hoyer was going to be uh, because he was the hometown guy and he came in and he was good in one game. Uh, and then the regular season started and reality set in, and we realized that he plays for the Browns and he's going to get hurt and he's not going to play. Uh, you know, so I'm, if he beats Pittsburgh, he'll win me. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. Man, that sounds really, that sounds really biased. We have a no bias that's, here. That is not going to happen uh, because – Well, I, I was going to say that that's not, that's not exactly the hottest take that I've heard, Deshaun Kaiser being overrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was. Yeah. I didn't know anybody thought, really thought anything of him. I think this. I think he's got well, a little yeah. bit upside in fantasy, but yeah, um, you know, well, being in Ohio, we get to hear a lot about Deshaun. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my my thing is, uh, <laughs> don't get too excited. Those mm-hmm. of you who who got Deshaun Kaiser, if you somehow have him on your team, don't get too excited. Not, not only are we from Ohio, uh, we're pretty close. We're Northwest we're, Ohio. Yeah. We're close to Indiana as well, so. Uh, Notre Dame has a presence where we're at here, so that just kind of fuels the fire around here. But, um, yeah, I think without me showing my bias as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I think it's pretty easy for me to say, like Seth said, there's no way that offense is keeping up with our offense, for one, not to mention the defensive players we have. Uh, It's not going to happen. But uh, just in terms of the bigger upset, Mm -hmm. uh, I think Jacksonville is better defensively, uh, even to a degree, than they were last year. Mm -hmm. They lost a few guys. Uh, but they're still solid defensively. They're going to give. They they can be very disruptive. How di- how disruptive can the Browns be of Pittsburgh? Eh, not so sure. I'm willing to hedge my bets on that. Uh, so I think the Cleveland game would be the much bigger upset because uh, they've got a nightmare matchup on offense. I mean, we, I, I you know I kind of bagged on Deshaun Kaiser, but. Uh, offensively, they have a nightmare or on the defense side of the ball. They have a nightmare matchup. Okay, this next question to me is a is a pretty much a a given here. But, oh God, um, who would you rather have, Blake Bortles, Jared Goff, Tom Savage, or Trevor Simeon? Okay. Uh, this week, I'm going to say for this week. I'm not going to say the whole season, but for this week, to me, it's Jared Goff. Um, he's got a lot of more weapons than he had last year. On top of that, the Colts defense we talked about it earlier. They've got a lot of holes on that defense. This should be a no question, uh, Jared Goff. Um, yeah, you want to, I'll, 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 ahead, I'll let you guys go, and then I'll, I'll go last. Okay. All right. Uh, first off, I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, don't have Bortles. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> what, if you're doing that, don't do that, uh, number one. Number two, it's got to be golf for me. Uh, Simeon has been incredibly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of weapons mm-hmm. um, in comparison. 
And Savage, he's kind of an unknown quantity. Plus, he's going up against a pretty pretty tough defense. The Colts are kind of banged up on offense. I like Jared Goff this week. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff's got a lot of weapons. Uh, he's going to be put in some situations where he can make uh, some good plays because of his defense. I like him mm-hmm. as the pick okay. this week. All right. Well, I I don't know. I I guess I'm just, I'm going to disagree. I I think it's close. I, I put Jerry Goff second, but I'm going to go Tom Savage here. I, that was my next I just one. Think it's to go. It it's tough, and it almost seems too good to be true. The matchup is you know looks too good to be true. The, the problem with Jacksonville's defense is their <laughs> offense and putting their defense in bad positions. Yeah. Um, That's And the the amount of possessions that Houston should get with their defense. So. Mm-hmm. I just think, see, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you a bold prediction here. I think Tom Savage is gonna have three touchdown passes today, and oh, I just, I don't know. I think at least, at least for this week, and I like his weapons better than the Rams' weapons. I mean, you talk about Lamar Miller, a little bit more of a weapon mm-hmm. in the passing game than Todd Gurley. Um, they have DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins, who is by far the best receiver either quarterback right. has on their team. Yeah, you know, Braxton Miller, who's a little bit of a wild card. C.J. Fedorowicz, who's a solid, you know, security blanket. I don't want to get too carried away with Fedorowicz, but I, I just think right. that, and he has the defense, which is a pretty good weapon to have as a quarterback. Um, so I, I'm going to go Tom Savage. Jared Goff, to mm-hmm. me, is just as unknown of a commodity as Tom Savage. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we saw more from Jared Goff last year than we did Savage, and it wasn't good. So right. I mean. Sure. He's got a new head coach. Obviously, he had Jeff Fisher holding him back, which Jeff Fisher does for every quarterback that he coaches. Um, so I think that that's addition by subtraction. But I, I would have to go right now for this week. I'd go Tom Savage. Yeah, and I absolutely. I, I again, you said you know you had Bortles at number two. I have Savage at number two uh, for the reasons you said. Um, I think for this week, for me, I think again it comes down to my. Well, no, I said I don't have Bortles at all. No, um, yeah, I, don't, I don't have Bortles. Yeah, I, I have Goff. I have Goff too. Yeah. Since Simeon three yeah. Bortles. I don't even want to put Bortles four. I'm going to put Bortles five. Yeah. I'm going to put Bortles not at all on my board. Right. But I do I do yeah. like what Seth said about which I would definitely put him as a solid second behind mine. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think for me it comes down to with Jared Goff, yeah, he didn't do as well last year. But, you know, there's no excuse this year. you got Sammy yeah. Watkins. Uh, Cooper Cup has done performed very well in the preseason. Uh, you have a good run game. Um, but, again, I think it's the fact that he's playing against the Colts. Uh, there's To me, it just seems like there's a more upside. I I'm I'm a little leery of the Jacksonville defense. However, Tom Savage I think is still going to perform today. I, I I do like uh, I do like Seth's assessment of the defense for the Texans. I think the Texans will put him in a position where he oh, yeah. can make plays uh, for sure. Uh, but I still like golf because yeah. the Colts defense is just that bad. Um, David has another question, Seth. And before I ask you this, or before I before you you give us your answer, I'll, I'll give you our answers because we actually did this last week. Oh God. Um, he asked, what's your right. Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl picks? What teams go, are going to the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm trying to get the backtrack. And yeah, um, and I actually picked the Steelers versus the Falcons uh, for my Super Bowl pick. Uh, Big D. I will give mine. I picked the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. The all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. And David says he's got the Steelers and Packers. Are you, are you riding the Steelers train? I'm not, because I, I don't think that they can get by New England. And I, I know New England is tough because we're coming off, you know, one of the, witnessing one of the worst performances of a Patriots team in recent years. It is Week One, though. I'm not going to get too, I'm not going to get too carried away with, you know, the Patriots being being done. I I still think Pittsburgh, especially if they have to go into New England, Pittsburgh has proven they cannot stop New England. They don't have an answer for New England. 
So until Pittsburgh shows me something differently, and their defense could be better this year, but right now I'm still yeah. going to have to go New England to the Super Bowl. Um, Pittsburgh and KC probably only – you know, the only threats to New England, the AFC is pretty bad this season. Um, but as of right mm-hmm. now, I'm still going to go. I don't feel as good about it as I did, you know, Thursday morning. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm i going to go New England for the AFC. And I think it's clearly between three teams in the NFC. It's going to be Dallas, Seattle, and Green Bay. <sighs> Dallas, you know, I, I can't pick Dallas because they haven't, you know, shown that we, anybody can trust them once they get in the postseason. So I'm going to go Green Bay. <laughs> And maybe it's wistful thinking on my part, getting Rodgers and Brady in the Super Bowl finally, but I'm going to go Green Bay and New England. Okay. You know, I like it. Seth, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it at all. Uh, the first reason that I don't like it, and I'm a Packers fan, just so you know, but I don't like it. Uh, the, the number one reason that I don't like it is, uh, you know, you've got New England, and, you know, to me, uh, that, that's kind of cute. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, because I don't think New England has the weapons that they've had in previous years. Their defense uh, was exploited quite a number of times in that last game. Uh, Kareem Hunt ran all over them. This is, we're talking about a rookie running back. Ran all mm-hmm. over them. Uh, they let Tyreek Hill do whatever he wanted, and I've talked about it before. Alex Smith, to me, is not a top quarterback. He is not a top quarterback, and he made himself – he looked good in mm-hmm. that game. Uh, if the Patriots play like that on defense, don't even get me started on their offense. They play like that on defense, they're not making the playoffs. Well, you know, alone Super Bowl. And I think I think everybody can turn it around. I think everybody can agree that you know all the teams are going to be watching that game they're going to be when they get when they got to play New England this year. Because if he was doing play and New England, to, and and the other thing that I don't like uh, that you don't think that the Steelers can beat. Uh, New England, they can beat New England. In fact, they're one of the few teams that actually has a pretty decent record, even in Foxborough, against the Patriots. No, they don't. Uh, it's, as far as the playoffs go, I, so the Steelers – sorry, I misspoke, about, I misspoke about Foxborough. But they are a tough team to beat. And if New England continues to play the way that they're playing, if they don't get it together offensively uh, and get some more weapons, uh, better protection and more weapons for Tom Brady, uh, they won't even have to worry about Foxborough because they'll be playing in Heinz Field. Maybe. I all right, we'll see. All right, let me, let me, let me respond to that. That's, that's a lot to, to, to parse through. <laughs> I mean, no, number one, yeah. it's, we're, it's still only September 10th. And if the Patriots are going to have yeah. this, this terrible game, I want it to be week one. Belich- they still have Belichick. They still have Tom Brady. Danny Amendola is going to come back at some point from his concussion. They have a good group of backs that are just getting acclimated with James White, Mike Gillisley. They have Brandon Cooks, who is going to be – he's going to be huge for the Patriots this season. Um, so this, this whole thing that the Patriots don't have weapons, I just don't think is true. Now, it does hurt that we lose Edelman, but the fact that they still have mm-hmm. Gronk healthy, Gronk is going to be a factor. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it's it, – now, would I be shocked if the Patriots don't go to the Super Bowl? No. I mean, I, I would probably take the field over New England because it's a smarter bet. But if I have to, you know, to pick one team, I'm going to go with New England. I'm not going to go with Pittsburgh. I mean, they haven't been in the Super Bowl in years. And there's mm-hmm. way more question marks with Pittsburgh than there is with New England. So, and then on Green Bay, I just think I mean, the, the NFC is tough. The NFC is loaded. I don't think Atlanta is getting back there. Um, I, I don't think Green Bay is a crazy pick. I think it's going to be them or Seattle. But it'll it'll be it'll be close. You know, I, I was yeah. I was actually um, talking to our other um, uh, co-host that comes on here, calls in and talks to us, uh, with us, Austin. Um, I was telling him how exciting would that be to see a Atlanta and Steelers um, Super Bowl. I mean, that's a lot of 
that's a lot of offensive power I that mean, would be we'd be seeing in the Super Bowl. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, wouldn't mind seeing uh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and Tom Brady duke it out. Yeah. I just don't think that the I don't think the Patriots are going to do it. If it's not the Steelers, you know, I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Uh, the way that Kansas City played against them, uh, you know, you've got you've got team you've got some up and coming teams in the AFC. Yeah, the AFC is kind of weak, but you know the Titans are looking a lot better. The Texans' defense is going to be is going to be stout all year. Uh, that that's going to put them in positions to win football games. Mm-hmm. You know, Philip Rivers and company are going to be pretty decent this year too. We're going to have to watch and see them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pick them as a as a dark horse or anything to win anything, but they're going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the field goes for AFC, I mean that's that to me that's basically it. You've got the Titans, you've got you know now the Chiefs look decent. The Patriots are still in there. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are definitely in there. Uh, but I just I, 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 I will see. say I will say a couple I will say a couple things too. Like Casey is a dark horse for me because obviously they opened a lot of people's eyes with their performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think there's a couple things working working here. Number one, a lot of the injuries for New England, especially losing Hightower. Number two, I think the Patriots were came into the game a little bit too cocky, a little bit too full of themselves. And I think that was a good a good humbling experience. I think this team needs something like that. Um, and then KC has a great – in terms of matching up against New England, you have someone like Eric, Eric Berry. Now, obviously, he's gone for the season most likely. But he's yeah. somebody that was able to cover Gronk man-to-man without double coverage for most of the game, which is huge. They, mm-hmm. have, they have the Justin Houstons who can get pressure on Tom Brady. Derek Johnson, they have mm-hmm. so many good – and then Marcus Peters, right, shutting down. And so they have so many weapons on defense. And then Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. The fact that Kareem Hunt's a rookie doesn't really mean anything to me because rookie running backs can step in day one most, you know, if they're good mm-hmm. and perform. So KC's definitely a team to watch with the big three on mm-hmm. offense. And, uh, and that defense is, is for real. So it looks like uh, we got some questions for me and Seth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the Raiders for a threat in the AFC? You know what? Uh, the Raiders, the Raiders are good, uh, but Derek Carr's got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Derek Carr gets hurt, that's it for them. Uh, they completely that fell was, apart when that, he got hurt. Yeah, that was proven last year. They they completely fell apart. Uh, they, they their defense is is going to have to play a lot better than it did last year for them to have a chance. Uh, in the playoffs, uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if their defense doesn't play a heck of a lot better this year, um, they may not win their division mm-hmm. the way that the Chiefs just played. Uh, that was a, not, not only was that a good win for them, that was a statement. Uh, Seth, Seth said it better than I did. They, they opened a lot of people's eyes yeah. uh, because I didn't think Kansas City could, could keep up. Right. Um, <laughs> next question is, is actually for you, Seth. Uh, can the Eagles win their division? Or make playoffs, or do you see the Redskins or Giants keeping them out? You know, uh, before you answer that, Seth, we actually picked uh, previously um, the Eagles to win the division. You did too, right? Yeah, yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl. So yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have the Eagles winning this, uh, the NFC East as well. Um, how, what says you? Um, well, I don't think it's crazy at all to think that the Eagles might. I think they definitely have a chance. I think anybody in that division has a chance. Um, no, that's yeah. going to be always a tough division. I think if the, if the listen, if the Cowboys stay healthy, the Cowboys should win that division. They absolutely should win that division. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, I mean Carson Wentz is a wild card. I, I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz. My co-host Jeff is even is an even bigger fan of Carson Wentz. They added Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey, Torrey Smith. So they upgraded the talent on the perimeter, um, and their defense is is improved too. I I like them. I, I think I, I think I'd put them number two. Um, Washington has a ton mm-hmm. of talent, but I think with Washington, it's it's like okay, how can they 
get all these new pieces to gel. You know, when you talk about Terrell right. Pryor, no. um, you know, um, and all the pieces they have to work with there, I just losing to Sean Jackson, losing Pierre Garcon. So I, I think Washington, I, I love Washington. I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan. But I think because of Philly's defense and because of Carson Wentz, I think you could definitely put them right there with Dallas. I just think Dallas has too much talent. I think they're too good. That's why I think Dallas is going to win. I, I disagree with you, Seth, again. Uh, I don't know what it means too talented. Uh, they've got offense, but what, what about their defense? Who do they have? Uh, half their defense is suspended for the first four games. Uh, they're injured. They've got a lot of injuries. Uh, they didn't do anything to replenish that defense, and they were not, pretty, they were not very good at rushing the quarterback, uh, and they've got to go up against some tough quarterbacks. They've got to play Eli Manning twice a year. They got to play Kirk Cousins twice a year, yep. and they got to play Carson Wentz twice a year. And you know, when you look at the division as a whole, uh, the Eagles got better. Mm-hmm. Uh, arguably, you can say the Redskins got better. They've got a they've got a nice run game going over there. They've got some good receivers. We're, we'll see how the Terrell Pryor thing shakes out. Uh, but the Eagles, they got a lot better. Yeah, they've got Torrey Smith. They've got Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, not to mention they've got Zach Ertz returning. Remember how good he and Carson Wentz went together last year? Mm-hmm. Uh, that defense has not gotten any worse. In fact, it's gotten better. Uh, the Cowboys are the only team in that division, to me, that have taken a step back. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I agree with Seth when, I, when he says uh, anybody can win this division. This is, in my opinion, this is the tough, toughest division in tough. football. Um, you know, a lot of people want to throw out the AFC West. And I, I, I say no. I think the NFC South or NFC East, excuse me, is the toughest division in football right now. Um, next question is: Can either of you two, oh, uh, or can either of you two see either LA team uh, making the playoffs? And you know, the the answer to that is: um, Last week we made made all of our predictions. Like I said earlier, um, I picked the LA Rams to go second in that division. Seattle winning. Um, so, yes, I think it's possible for any L.A. team to make it. But I think, for me, I think the Chargers have a better chance than the Rams do. I think the the Chargers' defense is somewhat sneaky. I think a lot of people are counting that defense out. Um, and Rivers has a lot of weapons this year if they can all stay healthy. Keenan Allen has a problem staying healthy. Um, Mike Will- Williams has had a, a problem yeah, obviously. Uh, Antonio Gates is old. But, again, if they can all stay healthy, I think the L.A. Chargers – I have the best chance to make the playoffs. Seth, let's say you. <laughs> well, let's start with the Rams. I, well, so first of all, actually, let's start with the Chargers. I agree. The Chargers are loaded on offense. They have Keenan Allen back. Hunter Henry waiting in the wings should take on a bigger yep. role this year. They have Melvin Gordon, who had injured toward the end of last yep. season. Phil Rivers is, is, a, is a borderline stud. He's got all the weapons he could ask for. And their defense was second in the league in terms of pressuring quarterbacks. Um, so they got a good, they got a really good defense up and coming as well. I, I like them as a wild card in that division. They, I think with, with those two teams, it comes down to which team, because I don't think either will win the division, which team has a better chance mm-hmm. of winning the wild card in their respective Exactly. Conference. And that's the Chargers. Because in the NFC, yep. I mean, you have – let's just say – let's do a quick um, – uh, what's, the word, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, activity or just whatever. A quick so the, yeah, so it looks like the Falcons win the, the, uh, the South. Okay? You right. have Green Bay winning the North. You have Seattle yep. winning the West, right. and then you have, let's just say for argument's sake, the Cowboys win the East. You have the Giants, who are going to be right there, the Redskins, the, basically all the other NFC teams are going to be fighting for a wild card spot, probably. Minnesota should be right. solved this year. I'm pretty high on them. Um, and then you have Arizona, who might be a, a decent bounce back 
candidate. And then there's always Detroit, too, as another team. Yeah. Um, and then who knows yeah. with Carolina. So there's, there's too many other teams in the, in the, uh, the NFC right now where I just, even if the Rams exceed expectations, I, I just don't see how they, they get a wild card spot. I completely agree with that. I, I have to agree with that assessment. Um, the Chargers are clearly in the weaker conference. Uh, their division, eh, it's, it's tougher, um, yep. you know, as far as that goes. But it, it, as far as the AFC goes, they have a tough, they have a tough conference. You know, yep. They've got some tough matchups. But Phillip Rivers has all the weapons you could ask for. Uh, he's he's going to be pretty well protected this season, I think. Hopefully. If his guys stay healthy, his defense should get lots of pressure on the quarterback. They've got a better chance of, of, of sticking close in their division and getting that wild. Well, and, and like Seth mentioned earlier, it's also we're also talking about, you know, Jared Goff. It comes yeah. down to Jared Goff with He's the Rams, too. Um, but we got to wait and see what happens with I mean, him. There, I, I definitely think that the Rams' defense is there. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely on paper. It looks like it's going to be a pretty nice pick yeah. defense. Uh, but, uh, you know, They've got to play against some really tough offenses. Absolutely, uh, they're going to have to be able to. They're going to have to be able to outscore some people. Absolutely. Um, oh, oh, more questions. Uh, nope, it's actually okay, guys. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. You gained a new viewer. See you for week two and go Steelers. Thanks for all the insight. Not a problem, David. We appreciate Thanks, David. it, buddy. Appreciate um, you. Listen, Seth, I hate to cut you off here, man, but you know we've had a lot of to discuss about fantasy football. I enjoyed having you on here. Uh, but before I let you go, oh. uh, much like Michael Montgomery, um, although I know you didn't play in the NFL and you don't have a jersey for us, but we still have a question for you and still have a favor to ask of you. Okay. We do know you've gotten uh, other contacts on your show. Um, I guess it's two questions, the two parts. One, we'd love to come on your show if you'd be willing to have us on. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Awesome. Sweet. And the second part to that question is, could you put us in contact with some of the people um, that you've had on your show? I know you've had guys like uh, Michael Fabiano, uh, Michael Bennett, um, or excuse me, Martellus Bennett, not Michael, it's his brother. Um, you know, and we'll put, we can put you in some uh, contact with some of the guys we've had on our show if you're, if you're willing to. Yeah, so well, we haven't had Martellus Bennett on. We've had Field Yates from ESPN. We've had Michael Fabiano. Um, yep. So yeah, I mean, I could, I could definitely, I could definitely put you. See, the thing is, the only thing though is, I don't, we don't have, we don't know those guys very well. We we hit them up through Twitter. Right. Um, they're very, very responsive. They're great, down to earth guys. So what we did yeah. is we we hit them up on Twitter, um, which is probably what I recommend. And you can drop our name. I'm, you know, I'm not sure how how much weight that'll carry because again, they they were nice enough to come on, but we don't, you know, know those guys very well. But I'd be, I'd be definitely happy to put in a good word for you and see what I can do. Awesome. We appreciate it, Seth. Yeah, I knew I liked Seth. Yeah. He's the, see, I knew I liked him. He's picking the Chargers. He's he, he's putting it out there. But here's another – got a bigger question for you, Seth. Uh-oh. i got a much bigger question for you. Seth, can we get you to come back on our show <laughs> again? Uh, hey, absolutely, guys. Absolutely. I always love duking, duking it out with you, debating some fantasy. Um, hey. Yeah, we, we, did, we actually – we actually, it's actually – it's, we have some healthy disagreements, which is good. Me and Jeff agree way too often, I feel like, on our show. So, anytime yeah. I can come on and, and debate debate some uh, some fantasy or even real life football, yeah, I'm all for it. Hey, we love it. We we love it. We we love it, man. We we enjoyed having you on, and and you know, just because we disagree sometimes, Seth, doesn't mean I don't hold a special place for you in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I, there's nothing more that, that I wanted to hear on the Sunday morning than what you just told me. So I know. I know. Just completed your day. <laughs> thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks, Seth. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Take it easy. Thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Yep. Wow. It's a good time. It's going to go. <laughs> there it goes. Uh, listen, guys, we had a lot to discuss. A lot of comments, a lot of likes, a lot of shares, a lot of views. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Football's back. How do I follow you guys on oh, – guys, can't find you on Facebook. David, you can follow us by looking at Straight Football Talk's page. Just type Absolutely. It Straight Football Talk. Um, it's right on there. And you can follow us on Instagram by following me. Uh, we, we do post, post-show post recaps. Add me. My name, my name is Dallas. Uh, <laughs> easy enough. You can add me on Facebook. I'm – on the Straight Football Talk page, yep. tagged in a photo right now. As yep. far as I you, know. you, so you held your end of the bargain. I held, held my end of the bargain. So if you want to follow us, be sure to follow us on Straight Football Absolutely. Talk. And if you want to catch us on Twitter, uh, you can catch uh, Straight Football Talk officially on Twitter. We have a Twitter following there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow all the updated articles from Awesome Austin Thomas on awesome Twitter. Awesome. Love uh, so you, those, and those are updated every, every day now. Yeah, uh, every so day. Every day. So there's always something new for fantasy, always something new as far as NFL buzz. Austin does a great job of keeping on top of that. We really yep. appreciate him doing that. Yep. Uh, again, we want to say thanks to Michael Montgomery and Seth from um, from, from the NFL Talking Heads yep. from coming on. For yep. coming on, we would have loved to have had his uh, co-host on as well. Yep. Uh, and you guys are welcome to come back anytime. Absolutely, and I think it goes without saying, phenomenal guests, both genuine, great. had great, great football guests. discussions, great you know hear about Michael Montgomery's story. Uh, great, like he, like uh, Seth said, healthy debates in yep, football. Yeah. Uh, not only that, football's back, guys. We're excited. Everybody's Dad, excited. Dad, yep. Dad. <laughs> What's going? I love it. I love it. We're back. So again, we're gonna, we're going to keep you up to date on what's going on, guys. Again, possibly a special event going on at Frickers um, Sports Bar um, with former Buckeye players. We'll keep you, you up to date. Um, again, thanks for all the love and support you guys have given us. We'll see you next week. Right. 9 a.m. Yep. Take her easy. Let's go watch some football, man.